What is up, homies? Welcome back to another episode of the Chexicans here on Heroes Reforged. Find the picture. Find the. No. Oh. Yeah. There it is. It. There it is. It. Chexicans. I love how you told him you were like right before. Hey man, don't fuck that up. Yeah. yeah. And the first thing you do is you mess up your buttons. <laughs> There you go. You redeemed yourself. You Nicely totally done. redeemed yourself. <laughs> After the smash success of episode one, yeah. <laughs> episode two of Chexicans is back. That's right. That's right. We the did do a bonus episode in between as well. That pa was exclusive for Patreon. Patrons have a bonus episode. So they go do. Ahead and join over if you're which, um, which is more or less like an, like an extension of the Q&A. But we also did talk about quite a few things. We had some good talks. We talked yeah. about uh, core memories. Core memories, and movies that inspired us to get Hector into the had industry. Some cool moments, but we, you mm -hmm. know, we'll let the people decide if they want to go over there. And if you want to check that out, you can go to patreon.com slash heroes reforged. Join. We got merch. <laughs> That's right. We do. We do. We're currently selling this shirt right now. <laughs> We're going to be working on something for the holidays as well, something yeah. exclusive that's going to drop. So it's going to be very limited. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So you better very, very be limited. ready to click, 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 I've, click, and get your fingers on that. I've been alternating between this and the green one yeah. for the holidays, but now I have something <clears throat> holiday official. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I actually have a exactly. what it is a shirt for you. Thank you. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I want yeah. When we all go out in public, we're all going to be matching. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Speaking uh, of Patreon, literally right before we started recording, we were talking about plans for next year. 2022. For the, for the end of the year, mm -hmm. we're going to be doing Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Not a hot guy. Hot guy. He might be hot in it. Hot Who guy. knows? Uh, actually, by the time you see this, we'll already have started the reaction series for that. Mm -hmm. oh. So check that out as well. Um, and we'll be finishing out the year with the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Those are the two major things that we'll be working on till the end of the year. TV show, not a book. Mm -hmm. That's right. But for next year, we're talking about maybe changing up the Patreon a little mm -hmm. bit. Restructuring. Yeah. Uh, not taking anything away, but maybe adding some cool benefits. Mm -hmm. But uh, keep your eye out. Keep your ears out. We're going to be talking about that stuff later <clears throat> on in the year. Yeah. And see if it's viable. See if it's something we can kind of hang on to and keep going. Mm -hmm. And if you like it, then, you know, consider subscribing or consider whatever. Whatever yeah. you, however you want to support it. So I'm care. a really big... Leave. I don't care. <laughs> no, don't leave. <laughs> don't <Honestly>. say that. <laughs> Honestly... We don't care. <laughs> Meaning we're supportive of you either way. Yeah, yeah for sure. Whatever you want to do. We appreciate the support. I do we'll support no you. judgment. Zone. I always do feel bad when we have um, people, like in the exit survey, they're like, so sorry, guys. I can't afford it right now. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. dude, we're never going to guilt anybody who has to put like their priorities first. Yeah. Like you I know? didn't. <laughs> they make it feel like I put a gun to their head. I was like, yeah. give me $5. <laughs> No, no, but we're super we're super thankful and appreciative of the community who who yeah. can support us and choose to support us month to month to month and uh never feel bad that you have to um you know put yourself your yeah, priorities first. Exactly. Especially don't, because of the holidays and all that kind of stuff. Don't skip rent life. if it means getting rid of your Patreon. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, for sure. But um I really like this YouTube channel called Colin and Samir. Mm -hmm. And I know I've sent you guys links to a lot of the interviews that they've done. They recently did an interview with the CEO of Patreon, mm -hmm. and it was just really insightful to hear directly from him about what's made creators successful, what has been successful for the company, what the company has done that has been like huge a huge misfire. Mm -hmm. Something that they did talk about that I'm really excited for, you will be able to natively upload videos to Patreon now. Or explain. not now, explain. but soon. Explain. So explain. now the way it works is when we do our uncut reaction videos for Patreon, they go on YouTube as an unlisted link. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we copy paste that link over to Patreon for mm -hmm. people to watch. Mm -hmm. I hate doing that. I feel like that that can be a trap because people can share the links and all that stuff. Thankfully, our community, 
are kind people who don't do that sort of thing. But I am part of a reactor Discord channel, and they talk about that all the time. That there are mm-hmm. people who come in, steal their links, and all that sort of stuff. So Patreon, oh, they do that? yeah, oh wow, yeah. Uh, Blind Wave has been a huge one of the biggest channels who has suffered from people stealing links wow. and sharing and all that stuff. Sneaky link. Yeah. So I'm not sure when it's launching. But at some point next year, we'll be able to upload things natively to Patreon. So, so there should be a video on Patreon's website. That only yep. exists on Patreon. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, so yep. people yep. can't share that link. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. So at some point next cool. year, I'll go through and I'll re-upload everything to Patreon. Whoa. Um, and it'll be accessible through there and I'll pull okay. everything from YouTube. And then going forward, we'll upload everything okay. awesome. uncut to Patreon directly. Cool. Um, another thing they talked about, which is why we've been having conversation about changing tiers and updating stuff, is because they've said that the biggest success they've seen from creators are from people who constantly modify, change, update, Mm -hmm. talk to their audience and get feedback of like, if we wanted to do this, are you interested? Are you not interested? So I think that's going to be a really big thing. Let's throw it out to the people that are watching. If there's anything, I mean, besides adding more things for us to watch, because our time is very limited, (laughs) is there anything really cool that you've seen on any other patrons that you're just like, I want to see these guys do this? Yeah, whether it's a benefit or... An additive piece, because I think the big thing is when we ask that question, people are like react to these ten shows, right? Yeah, I'm like that's not necessarily what we're asking for. <laughs> yes, exactly. what is a benefit that you've right. received on a Patreon or another Patreon or have heard of? Yeah, where you're like, oh, that's actually really cool that you think could be valuable for us. Do you Let need me... NFTs? Do you yeah. need exclusive merch? <laughs> not going to get them from us. Uh, the NFTs, that is. No, 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 no. <laughs> if no, no, I have no, to but... deal with non fungible tokens, I will never. You'll never see me again. Uh, I'll throw one out there. Let's uh, let's let's test the waters a little bit. <clears throat> if we were to, for example, set a goal at our Patreon level, which is currently hovering around 1,200 mm-hmm. right now, which is awesome. If yeah. we were to hit 1,500. When that happens, what if we maybe decided to possibly watch the 1990s X-Men cartoon show from the beginning? Mm. Maybe watch it along with you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know there's a no new X-Men show coming out, a new animated X-Men show called mm-hmm. X-Men 97. So it you're is, talking, you know, picking potentially up after going episode by episode and reacting to each episode? Yeah, maybe or if, like people, if people are into that. Okay. If people are into that. Okay. I mean, I was thinking, uh, full disclosure, of, of us watching like a batch of episodes and then mm-hmm. putting out some kind of like fully edited. Did you just cover your microphone to burp? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's good. Like, it's a, good. like an edited, you know, 20 to 40 minute chunk of us watching like three or four or whatever. Like what, like break up a season in a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. But the point being, <clears throat> would people want to watch on Disney Plus the original '90s X-Men cartoon show from the beginning with mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let us, let us know. I don't know. <laughs> Could be fun in a dream world. Oh, that's right. How fun would that be? Yeah, yeah we've never, we've never really. When we started the Patreon, it was more of like, what can we offer the audience? Mm-hmm. And the goals are really for us, right, right, right. More right, than right, the right. audience, yeah, because definitely. the audience is helping us reach goals and milestones that help us. Make more stuff. Yeah. Like currently nobody can see it, but right now in our Patreon uh, like outline plan, every new thousand patrons that we get, we all hug each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. that's for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So we're exactly. like, hey, good job. Good job. Yeah. You know, we yeah. Hug and each when other. we get to 5,000, it gets, it gets really, yeah. really cheeky, but we it won't tell people cheeky. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It gets cheeky. So that's happened twice so far. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Let's get to that third time. 1,500. Looking for more. That's right. But yeah. So we want to, we really want to start incorporating some goals. You know, for example, we're doing Hawkeye and we're doing Boba Fett. 
And we've always talked about, well, we need an editor. Mm-hmm. We might need more than one editor. We might need two. We might need three. Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of look at that from behind the scenes and break down the budget and say, like, logistically, how many episodes is yeah. that? How many episodes are we asking an, ed- an editor to do? Yeah. What's that going to cost? Yada, yep. yada, yada. Yep. So then we have to figure, okay, for a whole season to produce reactions for right. Boba Fett, to produce reactions for Hawkeye, it's going to cost us X amount. How many NFTs are we going to have to pay people? Yes, exactly. exactly. How many you know. Bitcoins do I have to eat <clears throat> yes. to make this happen? Right, right, right. Exactly. Right, 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 right. And how Non-refungible <laughs> tokens. That's <laughs> yep. what that means, Exactly. Right? Yep, totally, totally. We're going to have to make some Hector Dong tokens soon yeah. to sell Ooh. us NFTs. In order to boost those numbers, you know There's what I mean? no coin big enough. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Actually, that, that's not anyway, about this big. Enough probably. of that boring stuff, guys. Yeah. Thanksgiving's coming up. Aw. Yeah. It'll have already happened, exactly. I think, at this point. Colonialism. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the origins. Bunch of white oh people God. killed a bunch of Native Americans. Seriously. Uh, yeah. But um, I want to talk about Thanksgiving. Good for okay. you. And primarily, because I, I think memories have been like a big a big uh, oh theme, I a guess. Big theme yeah, they have in been. our shows. You're right, you're right, yeah. Do you guys, first of all, like Thanksgiving? Do you <clears> celebrate <throat> Thanksgiving? And do you have a favorite Thanksgiving memory? That's a great question. Um, coming from a Czech household, I never understood the concept of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I only knew it from school, mm-hmm. and it was always weird to me that we celebrated it. And I feel like we only did it to fit in. Dude, that's that's, that's, who that's, were you trying to impress? Who were you trying? To I don't know because no one came United, up for Thanksgiving. The United States of America, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, President we, Bush. We were trying to make sure that our <laughs> yeah. green cards would last long enough. <laughs> President no, I don't know. Clinton. <laughs> I don't Otherwise, know. they'd kick us out. You know what's yeah. funny is that Reagan. I feel like that's basically my experience as well. Yeah. Growing up, it was pretty normal to to observe the holiday of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but I also remember my parents who are from Mexico. Yeah. Pretty consistently commenting like. We don't have this in Mexico. Like yeah, this yeah, is dumb. Yeah, like that right. kind of attitude totally. of like, well, okay, like this is what everybody's doing. <clears throat> yeah, like, what do you yeah. what do you do at school? You made a turkey. Okay, yeah, like that sure. kind of you know. And it's weird because we with so, your hand, so, yeah, the turkey yeah, hand, exactly. Yeah. So for Christmas, we don't ce- we never changed the celebration of Christmas. Yeah, you know, right. in the United States, the twenty fifth, right. the morning, you open gifts. Yeah. We still do it on the twenty fourth at night. Yeah, Mexicans do Mexicans do it at yeah yeah night. yeah we do we do a dinner. We yep. sing Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. We do like desserts and cookies and all that stuff. We do posadas. Oh. We have tamales. Oh. We have you know a why whole it's better? Thing. You know why it's better? Because you don't. I think uh, Mexican parents and Czech parents do that. They open the presents the night before shit because they're like, I want to sleep in. Oh yeah, <laughs> on my day off for sure. They're like, I want to get the yeah. kids all riled yeah. up and excited uh-huh. tonight. They can open them at nine. Make them sleepy and then go to bed. Look, look at their <clears> Nintendo sixty four <throat> yes. and then make them go to bed. Yeah, and if they stay up late, who cares? But exactly. then in the morning, they wake up, presents are already open. Yeah, yeah. I don't. So have they to just go, play with their shit. I don't have to go down there to mm-hmm. observe the opening ceremony. Mm-hmm. I'm asleep, and mm-hmm. then they run downstairs and play with their toys yeah. that they already opened right. the night they before. They wake up, you go sleep for in. it. <clears throat> go but for I'm it. talking about Thanksgiving. Do yeah. You, do yeah. you have traditions? Do you did you did your family develop <laughs> traditions? Given that we, I'm a first generation Mexican, yeah, you're first here. generation Czech, you're yeah. first generation Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Thanksgiving, I think it gets the shit end of the stick because everybody, as soon as Halloween's over, they're like Christmas. Yeah, Don't worry yeah. about Thanksgiving. That's true. Yeah. It's Christmas. Are you a big Thanksgiving guy? Do you love I, it? You know what? It, I Thanksgiving in my so my family used any excuse to throw a big party. Yeah, any Good excuse food. to throw a big party Good and food. have food. Right. So, yep. growing up, I grew up in a, a neighborhood, and I was really lucky because I had five 
different sets of families that were mm-hmm. all that were all cousins around my oh. same neighborhood okay. mm. i was like so like you had five different families well yeah you technically just, like so, a stray cat like um, showing up like hey mom and dad <laughs> basically hey other mom and dad yes yeah. so what happened was my parents moved into a neighborhood my uncle moved <clears> in next door my uncle it. moved into another house down the street and my uncle moved into like another house further down the street so you have a, do you have another uncle who's the realtor who set all this up <laughs> how did you do that <laughs> i have no that's honestly that's amazing, a good question right i'm gonna ask my mom that's either that. super shady or yeah. like or super genius or like, super or like genius. one really realtor efficient. that's like that they gets your family bank off yep. the rios family um so i was really lucky in the in that so they all moved into the same neighborhood at the same time and then we all, they all had kids around the same time so growing up every single family event that i had yeah was me and like 80 cousins yep. mm. and we all grew up like this super tight yep. everything that happened we were basically siblings, like yeah. everything. So I, Thanksgiving to me is very different because it's another ex- excuse to hang out with my family during the holiday mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. And so I remember Thanksgivings where we would just be partying in the back, dancing, running <clears> around <throat> with these kids. like Thursday going into Friday, a little yeah. bit of Saturday. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was always so much fun. And I love the holidays because those feelings are there. Mm-hmm. But I know that not everybody experiences yeah. it that way because mm-hmm. not everybody was had that family dynamic. Yeah, I feel that. like for you it was Thanksgiving became a quinceanera, became a birthday, became yeah. something yeah, else. Exactly. Yeah. There was birthdays. There was there was everything that we could do. <clears throat> we all celebrated it mm-hmm. together, and that's why to me Thanksgiving is like still a happy fun time mm-hmm. where people get together. We yeah. all get together in one house, and all those cousins, you know, we're still the same age, yeah. and we still get to hang out. That's and awesome. so it's very different for me. Because it's just another Mexican party to hang out at. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like for me, it was pretty similar. And it was also an excuse for my grandma to just cook more food. There you go. Yeah. I had, if we're talking any kind of a food tradition, I don't even really remember my parents ever stressing out about getting a turkey. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like, I remember my mom. Yeah. Or maybe my dad or both. Like, for many years, they were just kind of like, we're serving ham. Yeah. It was delicious. It's it's just, we did that on Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah. It's easy to make it's too, easy. yeah. And it was almost like a Christmas meal dish. It's you a know, Christmas where, miracle. Where, where you just had like these nice thick slices of ham, mashed potatoes, <laughs> you know, the whole thing. But it wasn't all about like yeah. the turkey tradition and the whole, yeah. that right, kind right, of thing. Right. <clears throat> but I also, I think I had, I have mostly real fond memories of um, nothing traumatic that I can think of, nothing negative. Other than well, just, that's good. Other not. than just, yeah. as you get older and you realize, like, wait, what's the origins of this holiday? Oh, that's so messed up. Other yeah. than that, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is something that everybody just <laughs> is aware of. Um, <laughs> and I think that that also ties into how Columbus Day has kind of shifted to like Indigenous Peoples Day, Absolutely. Yeah. which I'm all for. I it. Think I'm like, on my go calendar, for it. my calendar, it says Indigenous Peoples yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. What does it yeah. say? Native American Heritage Day. Yeah. And I love yes. that. Let's replace Thanksgiving with just Native American Heritage Day. That's what Day. it should be. Maze. I've, been, I've been following so many indigenous TikTokers recently, and mm-hmm. it's yeah. fascinating because I don't know any Native American people personally yeah. that I know of. Mm-hmm. If you're my friend and you're Native American, let me know because I want to yeah. be better friends with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do they talk about on TikTok? Are well, they talking so about Thanksgiving? They talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, they also talk about like life on the reservation, which is awesome. It's yeah. So it's such a cool insight to see everything. Mm-hmm. Food. I've always been so curious about Native American food oh, because that's I've true. never had any. They always talk oh about God. fry bread. Yeah. Like okay. it's it's basically just like a fried piece of dough, but 
it's revered that like everybody mm-hmm. has fry bread and everybody eats fry bread. I never thought about that until you brought it yeah, up. Yeah, like, good. Fry bread. I don't know of any Native American. Sounds <laughs> like delicious. Oh <laughs> man, we need some like yeah, we need someone to like start a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. How I many know- Hawaiian rolls did I have the other night? I had like. <laughs> Like six. Dude, you ate like the whole bag. So good. There's I love also bread. a Native American reaction channel. I forgot what their name oh, is. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, but they're watching all of Res Dogs. They also react to all this other stuff. Oh, what? I apologize That's awesome. if you guys are there and are watch or whatever, or if anybody in the chat knows that channel. If you find yeah. the link, I'll put it in the description. Yeah, right. That's I'll find awesome. the link, put it in the description. <clears throat> they're fantastic. I want to, yeah, that. let's let's bump up Native American creators. If Absolutely. you know Native American creators, yes. Uh, in the chat, throw them, throw them in, not in the chat, in the comments, throw them in the comments because uh, we need to focus on our Native American people. I agree. But Native American food is something that I really want to try mm-hmm. and I really want to see if there's any places in LA that actually sell that stuff. You know I what never I thought about that and I feel so stupid. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't it, think about it until recently. You know what I have always, um, I want to learn more about uh, the connection between. Mexican culture and Native American culture oh. and heritage and food and because there's this whole thing about like I I feel weird because racially mm-hmm. I think technically I'm white mm-hmm. but I don't feel comfortable po- 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 like t- ticking that in any kind of a form mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know and and it's weird because like whiteness is all not real anyway it's everything's a construct and it's all weird but like like adam you're coming from europe where there is probably mostly white people or it's like europe Mm -hmm. these days is still very diverse but it's like historically traditionally Mm -hmm. they're white europeans but then even coming to the united states and knowing a different language than english is a different experience than let's be real i told that in this several times this weekend yeah adam's white yeah, Adam is not a white guy. Right. Adam's mannerisms <laughs> are not white. Adam's beliefs yeah. are like everything Adam is and knows. I have a question about that. Yeah, when because I was thinking about this when you said that. I'm like, is it an American thing? Well, there's a difference between I think mm-hmm. between American white and like there is right. You're an international you're, white. You're Czech, right. 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 You're right. first generation. You yeah. were yeah. born directly from immigrant parents yeah. and immigrant yeah. grandparents yeah, yeah. fleeing their country for political reasons yeah. like the absolute you learned a lot from my mom while she was here the, didn't yeah, you yeah the absolute like definition <laughs> of, of an immigration of coming from yeah. an immigrant family <clears throat> yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's exactly where and, you came and from and this is the thing where to me race and ethnicity are connected even though they're separate ideas right so like ethnically i'm mexican mm-hmm. but racially i'm not um, the, like racially, the categories are different. Yeah, and they're usually like white, black, right, uh, Native mm-hmm. American, like biologically. Asian. What? Yeah, makes like up what's ra- what race? Yeah, yeah, what race am I racially? Mm-hmm. Versus then they go ethnic group, Hispanic, and I'm like, I'm gonna click that one. Mm-hmm. And so for the race one, I always click other because I'm just like, I I don't know. I, it may be incorrect, but I identify racially as non-white. Yeah, but I'm right. I, I'm not black, and I'm right. not saying I'm black. Right, I'm not even uh, the closest approximation I guess would be because my family in Mex from Mexico have European people in their mm-hmm. family, but they also mm-hmm. have like like um you know Mexican Indian people, yeah, like yeah. native like Mexican native people, Mexican yeah. people. So the closest, and your skin shows that right. I am physically brown ish, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. still technically racially white. So it's this weird thing. And I don't feel like I at all can also apply 
under Native American racially, right? Mm-hmm. Because right. again, right. that's a separate thing than mm-hmm. any kind of a uh, racial history that I have in my family from Mexico. Mm-hmm. But I want to know what those similarities are, what the connections are. There's still yeah. all these really interesting dynamics, even in Mexico. You can see it in Mexican media, right. television, right. movies, same as the United States. Yeah. People coming from Spain who speak Spanish, right. Mm, right. movie stars, they're on TV. Mm. They're on, you know, mm. and they're usually lighter, <clears throat> fairer skinned, skinned yeah. beautiful, you know. They talk like this. Yeah. And that's, and it's, <laughs> and it's so funny because it's just that sort of same, like, oh my God. Eurocentric yeah. standards, standards yeah. of yeah. beauty. And you will rarely see darker skinned people, even on Mexican TV, right. even though majority of the country is more looks like that and is less diverse than say the United States, less of a melting pot. Like there are black Mexicans, Mm -hmm. there are Asian Mexicans, there are, Mm -hmm. of course, everybody's everywhere around the world, but those populations are going to be smaller than if you go to a place like the U S. So yeah. So I have only seen the first episode of res dogs and it was awesome. And I showed it to me. I I need to go and watch the rest of that show. But funny, but I always feel, uh, uh, um, like I want to know more about my own, family well here, and, so and, here's yeah. here's something that i learned by the way i'm obsessed with tiktok you guys know this oh yeah, yeah. you're all about I, it but yeah, yeah. i've learned so much so one <sighs> they were talking me. to one native american elder and he was yeah. like so we talk about california belonging to mexico mm-hmm. apparently yeah. and correct me if i'm wrong anybody yeah. out there but apparently california only belonged to mexico for 19 years mm-hmm. who did it belong to beforehand native american native tribes, american tribes. Yep. yep so yep Mexican people or yeah. people who were uh, uh, <laughs> people who were native to the Mexican land, and, yeah. and and back then that border didn't exist. So the people who were in in the USA were also native tribes that were mm-hmm. theoretically in Mexico mm-hmm. as well. So it's yeah. all like one big melting pot. So I don't know. You're you're. It's a very good right? question that I don't yeah. know how to answer <clears throat> that. There 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 are some people, and it's usually to me it's kind of like you know, for better or worse, the sort of most privileged people who can trace their lineage back. To, <laughs> anytime I read about somebody that's like, oh, they trace their lineage yeah. back to Benjamin Franklin. I'm yeah. like, there's some racist people in that family. <laughs> how can you keep track of that? How does somebody, you know, how does how, somebody, where's the ledger? Who has, where's the ledger who has the for money that? to, you know, to keep track yeah. of that where I feel yeah. like most people, maybe in my like socioeconomic, you know, Bubble, level, yeah. Are are not going to be able to go that further back, even right. with a, a ancestry.com or yeah. whatever, because at some point it just gets into like dark skinned Mexicans yeah. in my family, just right. you know, just like poor Mexican people. And this is where At, you know Adam's immigrant story is very different, yeah. Because do you know much about your family past your grandpa? I I actually don't. Yeah, and I have been wanting to learn so much more, mm-hmm. and I need to figure out like how to do that. Are you a Chexican prince? <laughs> I actually did find out from my grandma. Are you a boy Anastasia? <laughs> I actually did oh find out God. from my grandma that her her grandmother or her grandfather uh-huh. or great grandfather yeah. owned a brewery in Czech. Oh, that makes perfect sense. And they like lived on the grounds. <laughs> and apparently find it, was, it, people. Apparently it was like a not a castle, but it was a very nice house. And it's apparently like Bro. there's like sunken treasure under there. Yeah. And like and apparently if you yeah. if you stay the night, you can like yeah. find the treasure. I don't know. And yeah. apparently it's we gotta still, go on an adventure, I know. boys. Apparently Castle it's adventure. still it's still a brewery, I think. Yeah. Wow. But the one thing that my mom said when she was here, which was really interesting, which even I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. you f- you don't really know what to call home. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because when she's in Europe visiting Czech, you know, mm-hmm. she left when she was eleven. No, yeah. she was ten. Yeah. She left when she was 10. Mm-hmm. Did she feel like an outsider there? So she, yeah, yeah. So she was only there for 10 years of her life, even though she went to school there for a few years. Mm-hmm. 
But so when she goes back, she feels kind of disconnected because she hasn't lived there in so long. Yeah. But then when she comes to the United States and has lived here, she's not American. Mm -hmm. She's Czech. Mm -hmm. So there's like this disconnect where you're like, well, which one is my home? Mm -hmm. Neither one or the other, but also both. Mm -hmm. Right. And even I feel that. Absolutely. As someone who, despite being born in the United States, going to school for the majority of my life in the United States. Yeah. But growing up with like Czech culture. Such living strong there. ties yeah. to being checked. Exactly. Yeah. Living there and going to school there for a few years. Even I'm sometimes like, when I go to check, yeah, I feel disconnected because yeah. I haven't been there in so long. Like when we went on, went on our trip, mm-hmm. when I talk to people, mm-hmm. I'm very nervous to talk to people yeah. because I have the reading and writing comprehension and vocabulary of an infant of a two of a second grader okay right right right. so i don't know all the advanced words yeah yeah. and because i only speak to my grand my mostly my grandma Mm -hmm. in czech sometimes my mom Mm -hmm. i don't use it a lot Mm -hmm. so i start to forget certain words or i start to forget how to piece sentences together yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and that is hugely problematic for me absolutely so when i go like when we went I did speak English a lot, mostly because I was like, what are the words? Yeah. I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah. And it's super frustrating. Yeah. So yeah. for my mom, in I that regard, you, it's a little easier. Do you, guys, uh, do yeah. you guys ever think about like any future generations and how with technology being what it is and everybody getting online kind of with our generation, mm-hmm. that it's going to mm-hmm. be so easy for them to keep track of that stuff? Oh yeah. Where, oh, yeah. Whereas absolutely. like, whereas yeah. like, I'm like, I don't know if my family existed before 1970. I'm like, right. I don't know. So like, where were they? I don't know no how idea. true this is, but my <laughs> uncle told me a story of a grand, great uncle or great grandpa that I had that was a protector of the town. That's a freaking what? family what? superhero. And apparently he defended the town from people. And there is a set of revolvers that he had what? somewhere. You better get these and things. And I'm just like, that's the coolest bro, thing ever. Like, oh but my, also, I need to find these things. Also, but how do I, I make sure it's legit? I know. Yeah. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, it could also just be a great story. It, yeah, it could be bullshit. Like, yeah. if we tried that with any, if we ever had kids or people that were in our family, you know, like nephews or nieces or whatever, and we try to tell them, like, my buddy Adam Lavick, you yeah. should defend the town. They'd be right, like, right, right. bullshit. He's on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I got, do you know what I mean? I got eight like, years of his YouTube yeah, history. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? He spent all of his room, <laughs> and all his time in his room editing. He was a, he was a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Hector, yeah. like, you're full of crap. Like, so. Well, it, and you I know, think that's the big right. difference for, like, us because we are on the internet. Yeah. We have literally living documentation of who we are. Right. And I think we've talked about this at one point that like our great, 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 great grandkids, unless everything that's currently happening is lost through history forever. Yeah. They will literally be able to go to youtube.com and find their like, you know, 27th great grandfather on the internet talking about bullshit. Yeah. 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 And that's crazy to me. Or, you know, when I know when we were coming up and Facebook became a thing, I really thought I'm like, I'm going to have a Facebook forever. Yeah. And Facebook will be some kind of it would be the beginning of like future tech forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I hope that Facebook closes in Dies like forever. soon. Like yeah. soon. Yeah. But even if it does, like uh, I forget who I was talking to. I don't know if it was one of you guys, but I think it may have been one of you guys where you're like, Oh, you could just go somewhere and save all your photos on Facebook before you close mm-hmm. your account. Mm-hmm. So even if websites like YouTube don't exist mm-hmm. twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, a hundred years from now, yeah, there'll be some form of archiving. Right. That yeah. is so easy because right. it's literally coding people just going beep boop, that's yeah. archived. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. I think cool. it's it'll way be cool. a zip file for each of us and yeah. it'll all have yeah. all the videos. Like our entire yeah. lives yeah. will yeah. just Man. be presented there. I think it's I think Ooh. it's a really cool concept, and I also uh, am hoping I'm I'm really sad that I can't see that day 
Like, yeah. I really wish I could see what what the tech is like a hundred years yeah, from now. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll survive. figure out how to Arnim Zola us and upload our consciousness <laughs> to a computer. How dope would that be? Oh my what, God. Do you think they would put us together Depends. in like I don't whatever, know. The, future virtually of, project us whatever in a room. the future of YouTube is? Three, oh head, just like, Three heads in a jar. These guys were the greatest YouTube commenters ever. <laughs> so here they are again. What's up, homies? Welcome back to another Heroes Reforged. And we're just in a corner of a museum. <laughs> right, right. People are, people are like, shut up. And we're like, hey guys, we're These here guys to... are dumb. Hey guys, we're here to react <laughs> to Spider-Man Home Again, the 67th entry in the yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god Here, here's here's a follow-up question to that yeah if you had the option mm-hmm. would you be born in the past a, a, any year any particular past no keep it the way it was <laughs> or would you prefer to be born in the future okay uh. here's a follow-up question to that <laughs> would i still be brown in the past because if i'm brown uh, in the past right, right, right. that's no bueno yeah, yeah. And am yeah. i a ghost just observing or am i like i'm <clears throat> stuck in this life yeah like what, what like what, what are the what are the like, parameters what, here? what body am i in? yeah like am i uh, am i yeah. a living being that i have to live out the rest of my life in that in that era i would say as yes. a brown man Mm-hmm. Then fuck the past. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going nowhere back. <laughs> because then. because even best case scenario, best case scenario for right, me, right. like pick a year in the past that you're thinking of. Just just, just uh, name, name, name a year. Let's say thirteen fifty. Spanish Inquisition. Holy gotcha. Shit, thirteen fifty. Yeah. That's <laughs> the U.S. isn't even a thing. All right. No, uh, no. no I'm, I'm talking about really. Far, yeah, I'm yeah, like really far, screwed. Far okay. Back. Yeah. So uh, yeah. either I'm a I'm like chilling with Native Americans. <clears throat> That could be cool. And you 1350. Could, you could, yeah. And I'm like making my way over towards where LA is, and I'll be like, this will be Los Angeles. This will be San Hector. And people and other like Native Americans will be like, dude, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, Comic Con will be yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You don't know about Comic Con? Or <laughs> Hector's going to invent comics. I, yeah, I travel to Europe, and yeah. like, I wish I knew history enough to be able to pull some reference. 1350? Yeah. What's happening? I don't know in thir- what was going on. What's in happening in 1350? Look what's going on. And, and the, only reason, the only reason I picked Ooh. 1350 was because I know that that's. That's around the time they started building the Charles Bridge. And I would ah, love to be alive okay. around the time oh. that that whole Austro-Hungarian Empire was like wow. formed and figuring right, out right. like what was going on, how was everything divided, what was the, the life like. Interesting. Because I know from when we went to the cathedral, St. Vitus Cathedral, when you were Rick Steving us, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you were telling us how Prague was like a huge port city. And it was like one of the major cities where they would come and do trades, and there was it was like the place to get everything. Did they right, have glasses right. back then? I'm sure no, they, I don't. Eyeglasses? Think, so. think so. In 1350, I, I don't know. So. I have no idea. I think so. Don't ask me about history. Maybe guys. I'm here's, wrong, but I bro, think so. Here's here's the other scary thing. If you if the scenario is, could you magically time travel to 1350 temporarily sure. and then come back? Sure, I'm, I'm into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. Right, right. But to right. tell me, Hector, you're born in 1350 or a little bit before that? Yeah. No, with your health and your vision, mm-hmm. I'm dead, oh, bro. I'm dead by 23. Are you kidding me? I'm falling into the river in Prague because yeah, I can't yeah. see shit, and I'm dead. Yeah. So my answer is going to skew more towards I would want to be in the future. But then yeah. again, if you tell me, Hector, you could either be born the year you were born, 100 years before or 100 years after. Yeah. If I pick 100 years after, yeah. if I pick 100 years after and I'm born in 2087, mm-hmm. then I'm not the same guy. Right. And in 2087, right. I don't know what the world is going to be or what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what how I will be shaped. Right. But I probably won't be born and at five years old watching Spider-Man and Batman exactly. cartoons. You'll and have then, a you very know, different experience. And I'll have different yeah. priorities. And I'll, So it's like, <clears throat> I... What if you yeah. became a president? 
the president of the future. Yeah. In, <laughs> the president in the, of Earth. In 2000, if I'm born in 2087, <laughs> and by then the laws changed to where anybody any age could be president. So by like 2034, you'd be mm-hmm. president probably? 2134? Oh, 2134. Being president yeah. is not the glamorous job that I know. they told yeah. us it was. Unless, we they, yeah. unless they change it from yeah. here to then, yeah. uh, I wouldn't want to do that. Unless um, I'm like President Camacho from Idiocracy. Yeah. I don't think president, I'd want to be. President Camacho. President do you guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. President of Marvel Studios? Yeah. There you go. I'll take that. I, I don't, yeah, the 15th I don't know. president of Marvel Studios. To kind of skew your question, Adam, because my answer is future for sure. Yeah. But I wish I could have time traveling, time lapse powers so i would like to go back in time no way dude too powerful and time just no but i'm a ghost i can't interact with anything oh just to see i it? can't i can't oh. change Interfere. anything <clears throat> i would like to go back and observe as a ghost like the rise and fall of the egyptian empire yeah the rise and fall of the aztec empire the mayas when la was built when mm-hmm. chicago was built when new york was built like all that cool stuff when prague was built because I like to see, I'd like to observe it more like a video game. Yeah. Where like people are just like, oh, blah, 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 it's built up and then it falls. And blah, Have you blah, blah, heard of Assassin's Creed? <laughs> <laughs> I think you just described Assassin's Creed. I think you could actually do that with the game Assassin's Creed. I don't want to. wrong. I plus want you kill to people. see it. I don't oh, want to kill anybody. Jump into hay, dude. <clears throat> do that. Cool jump into hay. Eagle, cool with the eagle hell. off of any height. Oh my God. You'll land into a bale of hay and be safe. <laughs> oh, my God. Eagle powers. <laughs> Eagle powers. <laughs> I think that would be oh cool. I, yeah, I, uh, time travel, is it scares the shit out of me, but yeah. um, these are all great questions. I have one for you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a little bit less um like like potentially timeline shattering. Mm-hmm, so here it is. I don't want to shatter any more timelines. <laughs> if you could visit or transfer over and be stuck in and live in any fictional universe. Star Wars. Really, dude? Dang, oh, yeah. you didn't even finish the question. Oh, yeah. Bro. What if he said, but you have a massive case of hemorrhoids? <laughs> Star Wars. And you have a second head growing and out you of live Star on, Wars. You live on Tatooine. And you live on Here's Tatooine. Here's the thing. Star Wars. Let's, let's break this down because yeah. Star Wars is a horrible choice. No. And I'll tell you why. I didn't say you were going to be a Jedi. That's fine. I didn't say you had midi-chlorians in the That's Force. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You're just a regular mm-hmm. person. That's okay. And normally speaking, mm-hmm. in the Star Wars universe, what's you're the- You're a YouTuber in the <laughs> Star Wars universe. <laughs> well, then that might mean you're still living on yeah. Coruscant, Yeah. which could be cool. Like, but what then is- you would die because they blew it up. No, Coruscant no. survives. Oh, wait. What was the other one that they blew up? Princess Leia's planet. Alderaan. Uh, Alderaan. Oh, Alderaan. Oh, Never mind. You Never find mind. yourself on Alderaan? Get yeah, the what hell if you were on off Alderaan. that planet. Yeah. Wouldn't that be scary? That would be terrifying. Yeah. I'd be like, Jimmy Smiths, we got to go. We got to go. Get your wife. I've never seen her. No one's ever seen her. <laughs> Was no, she I real? I saw her one time. I think we did see her. I think so. Maybe in a deleted yeah. scene. Yeah. Let's go. We got to bounce. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. Um, With I, knowledge of your yes, universe, Yes, that's though? the like, thing. That's the thing. So here's the here's this scenario. But you had no power to change it. Either you... Well, I didn't say that. Okay. I didn't say that. Either you visit it. Or you stay there forever. What would you want to do? Let's 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 actually like lay the groundwork for this yeah. impossible wish. <sighs> Ignore for a second that Adam said Star Wars. Ignore whatever your answer would be. But let's just talk about the scenario. Okay. Should it be you visit there, or that you have to stay there and live there for the rest of your life? What do you think it should be? Hmm. If it's okay. visit, it might change my answer. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but if it's stay yeah. and live, it might also change your answer. It will. Definitely so let's stay. Let's say that it's going to be stay and live. So this is hardcore. Right. So this is like, right. yeah, maybe you will have to leave behind your loved ones. Mm-hmm. And that's the saddest part. 
Let's not get too deep into that, mm-hmm. but that's the scenario, okay? That's what's up. So now, knowing that, it's a it's a thing where it's not like you're born there and you grow up there, but you wake up tomorrow and you're there. So you have all the knowledge you have. You have all the the prior life experience from our earth, our reality, and you hop over there and you know you're like, this is not a real mm-hmm. – or maybe it is now because now I'm living in it, but like – this is some crazy dream and I guess I'm stuck here and using the knowledge that I have, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? What fictional universe would you want <clears throat> to be stuck in? <clears throat> and keep in mind, what's your goal? Are you trying to have a good life? Are you trying to go on adventures? <clears throat> Are you trying to get back home? Are you trying to – like whatever you want to so, do. And Really quickly, are yeah. we – are we any sort of main physically character? perfect? We're physically perfect. Are we any <laughs> sort of main character in this no, world? You're though? Augustine. You're, you're okay. I'm me. Unless you pick like My Little Pony, then I guess you'll be a pony version right, of Augustine. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? I'm not. Right, you're right, not a right. human freak mm-hmm. who all of a sudden everyone's like, "What are you? <laughs> you don't belong in the Smurfs or whatever." You would be. Interesting. You would be interesting. Augustine the human. Adam, Hector. That's who we would interesting, be. Interesting. Interesting. As you're thinking on that, I want to continue to make fun of Adam for his pick. Star Wars is the worst one <laughs> because wait, would you still be Star Wars with all those parameters? Yeah. What? Wow. Here's the here's the other deal too. I'm not I'm not gonna say like it would be this time period or this time period or this time period. Mm-hmm. I just want to put it out there as sort of like what do you think we would all consider to be the most normal or average Star Wars time period? It's probably the rebellion. It's probably around noon. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably <clears throat> like the most normal safe bet. Mm-hmm. And would you be a Jedi? Would you not be a Jedi? I don't know. But a normal human existence in Star Wars could range from, hey, you're living on a planet and wars. You're either an Uncle Owen or a Yoda. (laughs) Anything in between. Yeah. And you could be a moisture farmer out on the outer rim and poor, and it's a hard life. Or you could be living, like I said, on Coruscant, and there's still war happening, but like maybe it doesn't affect you as much. So knowing that, that you're going to fall somewhere in there, you could be a Jedi. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You could wake up Mm -hmm. tomorrow and you're like, Oh snap! I'm the next. I have midi chlorians. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to take that away. I'm not going to say you can't be a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. But um, if you were to hop over there, knowing it could be really tough, what would you do, Adam? What would you do? I mean, I guess whether or not I am force sensitive would obviously change a lot. Yeah. Assuming I am not. But here's the thing: we all agreed it would be a New Hope era, right? Yeah. So there's no Jedi temple for you to go to, bro. Yeah. There isn't. Either way, you'd be on your own. But at least you know what you could kind of do. Right, right. So if, if it is the original trilogy era, mm-hmm. let's say I am Force-sensitive. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, what color lightsaber? Just winning the, li- winning the well, lottery. I would say that I wouldn't yeah. even have that. Yeah, right. You right. know, I wouldn't have any of that. Like, yeah. they, they're <clears> all, like, destroyed. Or General Grievous mm-hmm. got them all. Or mm-hmm. what? Like, they're, yeah. there's the nothing one, left. The one positive thing of, like, the Disney era... Is that we've come to learn that there are actually a lot of surviving Jedi out there. Right, right, right. So you just have to wait until Luke finds you. Yeah, or you have to. That's just, actually cool. That's yeah. actually cool. Yeah, it's it's that, or you have to be a very um, self motivated person to Bro. try to go out there and find your people. Here's the other thing: you can change things. You can so change. things. If Luke finds you, what's the first thing you're telling him? You watch yourself with Ben. You watch yeah. yourself with little Ben. You could change the whole course of history. Hey, don't mm. get mad at him. Don't get mad at him. Yeah. You're going to see a vision. Him. Don't doubt him. Mm-hmm. You know, and because if you doubt him, and then I'll just explain to him the last yeah. Jedi. Like I'll, just, <laughs> I'll tell him, you're not going to believe me, Ben's Master Luke. Kid. I'm Ben's from another reality. Kid. Yeah. Ben's a good Ben's kid. A good the kid. rise of Skywalker, <laughs> the title like shifts and yeah. becomes yeah. the rise of the Jedi. Ben's a good the rise guy. of Adam is what it would be called. <laughs> right. It would be called the Adam Awakens. The Knights of Adam. <laughs> the last Ooh. Adam. Yeah, the Knights of Adam, but they're yeah. all good. 
but they're all good like, guys. Like, Snoke yeah. shows up, and you immediately are like, we got to take this guy out. He's out. He's done. He's out. He's and, done. and you're like, somehow Palpatine returned. And everyone's yeah. like, what, how? And you're like, somehow, somehow. he's around here somewhere. Yeah. And then you just go, we got to go to Exegol. And people are like, what even is that Just planet? blow it up, bro. Dude, just blow it up. You don't even know, bro. Crushing it. See that little star? Take it out. Take it out. Crushing it. I'd make Poe Dameron look like a bitch. That's true. Oh, I couldn't be a pilot. Single? No way, <laughs> no, dude. No, I would be. A, I would be the strategist. I would be like a Leia. I would be I a think, diplomat. I think that's my yeah. big thing about Star Wars is yeah. it would be too exciting to turn down adventure, the opportunity to adventure, but to pilot starships through space. Yeah, I see. I see that. Yeah. So about okay. being a Jedi, like being a Jedi, would be amazing. Yeah, and yeah, to yeah. have that ability to be able to wield the lightsaber would be so cool. Do you think it but would to be pilot through space? Just as, you think you would be just as happy if you were basically like a space trucker, <clears throat> just hauling stuff yeah. back and forth from different. Yeah, yeah but, I, but I feel like based cool. on my personality, yeah. I would always like crave more, mm. but not to a point where it would be harmful to somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It sounds like Anakin to me. Well, you Sounds like you got some Maybe Anakin tendencies, Darth buddy. <laughs> Whoa. You got some Anakin tendencies Darth there, buddy. Check. Whoa. I think uh, I sense some real danger in your Darth future. Darth Potato Salad is there here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Darth Check, yeah. Augustine, have you thought about your answer? Yeah. And I kind of I kind of want to go with like a safe but exciting option. Mm-hmm. So, and, and this is just going to be because it's I my favorite I hope you say fandom, the sewers in New York. It's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Because oh, there's yeah. so I'm many options. Okay, so I again. I could be born into any race. <clears throat> That's true. Uh, but what is maybe the most normal kind a of. A hobbit. A hobbit. They, they have no powers. Aren't there All more... they want to do is eat. Aren't there more humans than hobbits in the There's more in, humans in than the hobbits. World? Yeah. But humans are. They're just like humans in, in real life. Like mm-hmm. they're, you know, yeah. they have you know, yeah. wants and desires and all this stuff. And that's fine. Yeah. They ride horses. They're you'd great make, you'd, warriors. You'd make a good hobbit. I think I'd make a good hobbit. I think I'd make a better dwarf. I, yeah. I'm built like a dwarf. You would like <laughs> Iron stuck. Forge yeah. a drum set. I like to make stuff with my hands. I like yeah, to work yeah, yeah. with my hands. I think I'd be a good hobbit or I'd be a good dwarf. You would Maybe create a dwarf. an engine motorcycle and just... Exactly. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, exactly. Bring electricity to Middle Earth. Right. So I would cool. run it off some gem-powered oh. like little engine or whatever. Yeah, the engine uh, stone. The engine stone, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that would be my... fan, And because it's my favorite fandom and because I know wow. a lot about it, yeah. I feel like that would be a good one. But also, like, Adam's right, like knowing that ninja turtles exist you know yeah. like i would be stalking the sewers just like if living you, in yeah. my shitty apartment in new york yeah, just yeah, like yeah. i saw a guy come out of that thing and he looked like a turtle <laughs> so wait 133 and so yeah. where you at <laughs> so you're saying that like if this all happens to us magical wishes and <clears throat> adam wakes up tomorrow and he's in the star wars galaxy you wake up tomorrow, but you pick the universe where Ninja Turtles exist. Mm-hmm. You're just waking up here in L.A. tomorrow, and you're like, "How is how are things different?" And yeah, you have to exactly. Like go online, you have to go to New York, or like, look at what Twitter. is going on. He's got to put on the teenage the Ninja Turtles podcast. Remember the P- Turtles podcast we talked about in episode that you one? Pitched? You don't remember that? No, I don't. Hello. remember that. I have a terrible memory. We got to go the rewind turtles, the tape, Adam. The turtles rewind themselves. The tape put out into exactly. the universe. Yeah. yeah, so then you see it in your feed. You're like, oh, shit, are these guys real? Right. And then you go to New York to try to find them. And then you start playing. And it would be to the point where I would find them and April and O'Neil myself in and be the guy on the couch for the turtles. That's who I would be, the guy on the couch for the turtles. And you would have some knowledge of like, hey, I know about Oroko Saki. I know about Hamato Yoshi. Dimension X. People would be like, the turtles would be like, 
How do you know about that stuff, dude? Bro, I've been studying you for decades. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty I know good. about Professor Baxter, like, all of it. All of it. That's so good. So you could, I, I think, I think with fun. your question, there's a certain amount of you becoming a character mm. or the main character in that story. Yeah. Of course. Because and how would you do it? I guess I it is. If I jumped into yeah. that universe... Yeah. Just like I'm, a, yeah. I, you know, I'm attracted to like superheroes or motorcycles mm -hmm. or m mountain bikes or whatever. I would be attracted to that thing, yeah, that that thing, whatever it is, and I wouldn't necessarily become the main character, but I would definitely play a part in that story, yeah. and I want mm -hmm. to be a part of you the Ninja Turtles. Story. You would become people's favorite supporting character. Hell when yeah, they read bro! The comic. I'd be the Ned. Yeah. You would, you would just yeah. kick Casey Jones out and be like, nah, I'd be I'm better. such a good <clears throat> Ned. People, people in our reality would be reading the new Ninja Turtles comic and they're like, this month we're introducing a brand new character, Augustine Rios. He'll be everyone's favorite. And people just, he rides a, a motorcycle guy. and he <laughs> cooks pizza. Yeah, exactly. Where's Casey Jones? This Mexican guy just shows Don't up. Don't worry about that guy. Don't worry <laughs> about that guy. He cooks fresh pizzas for the yeah. turtles and rides <laughs> right, a bike. Right, right, right. I'm going to pick a dorky answer. It's either going to be MC or Star Trek. I think the safest it's gonna be Star bet. Trek. Well, here's the thing. Strap in. Here's the thing. With Marvel, if you pick mm -hmm. Marvel or DC... You get a couple of things with it. There is a 100% guarantee that there is an afterlife mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in that we don't have that guarantee. Right. The superhero universes have that guarantee. I'm right. talking about Valhalla. I'm right. talking about right. there is an afterlife. So there's this amazing thing knowing that you're kind of going to be eternal. You're going to not an no eternal, pun intended. not an eternal, but like <laughs> you will in some way exist forever. And because those superhero universes have a sliding timeline, like you kind of maybe won't age, but it won't feel like that. Anyway, that's some weird metaphysical shit. But uh, <laughs> number two about a superhero universe is if you pick like Marvel Comics universe, I could probably go and hang out for as long as I want, but then go to Reed Richards and be like, can you port me over to my universe mm -hmm. and find a way back? Yeah. You can't do that shit with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I don't think you can do that with Star Wars. They have they so. have not done those kinds I of don't stories. Think so. Marvel and DC do it all the time. Mm -hmm. But so you're talking multiverse shenanigans and multi time travel shenanigans. Potentially, Basically, again, yeah. I, it, there is there's a great comic book called Marvel 1985. I don't know if you guys have ever read it. That's essentially this premise. Mark Miller, who did Civil War and mm -hmm. Old Man Logan, mm -hmm. wrote this book based on how his older brother traumatized him when he was a kid. So. His he when he was a little kid, and this is also where Civil War came from. This is also kind of where the comic book Wanted came from. When he was a kid, he asked his older brother. He looked up to him, and he was like, "How come there's no superheroes like in our real world?" Mm -hmm. And the older, do you know what the older brother said? He looked him in the eyes, and he goes, "Because all the supervillains got together and killed them all, and brainwashed everybody, and made us uh, lose our memory over the dang." Wow, that's and little, wretched. Little that's Mark rough. Miller was like. That would that, be a genius concept yeah. for a show. That is wanted. Never if mind. You, if you read that comic book, the movie is kind of different. They didn't they didn't go full bore superhero comic book villains and stuff, but that's what happens. In the in the comic book Wanted, and this is how messed up this is, the main character who is modeled after Eminem, looks like him, learns that his he's just kind of like a slacker. He learns that his father was actually a supervillain that had like perfect aim, kind of like mm. a you know dead shot, shot or, a, yeah. or a or um, a blood sport or whatever. Um, sharpshooter, like perfect, perfect aim, like Hawkeye or Bullseye. Mm -hmm. And he dies, but he was part of a secret uh, supervillain organization, kind of like you know the Injustice League mm. or the Legion of Doom or whatever. So he ends up joining it, and then through that story, there's a moment where the the villains of that world that are kind of like the Joker and kind of like Lex Luthor, all of a sudden just have a strung up person in their underwear who's kind of overweight with like a like a thing over their head like a leather like a knapsack or whatever 
and it's and it's him and another guy, and they're supposed to be the out of shape actors from a 1960s cartoony superhero, mm. catchy, kitschy, campy show. Mm-hmm. They're Adam West and Burt mm-hmm. Ward, mm-hmm. and then. And it, the 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 premise being they were actually Batman and Robin, mm. but the supervillains used all their powers and resources to make everyone on Earth think that it was a campy yeah. show, yeah. and that the and they made them think Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson that they're out of shape actors. Mm-hmm. And there's even a very messed up reference to the greatest hero. They made him think that he was paralyzed from the neck down. It's Christopher Reeve, Superman. And it's wow. this, it's this, you know, like that's the, just a the, very depressing yes. look, way of looking <laughs> Jesus, at real life, man. dude. That those, that's so much. But it's, <laughs> but it's also like Mark Miller, it, kind of a love letter of him saying, like, listen, when I was growing up, Christopher Reeve right. was Superman, is yeah. Superman. You know, Adam West and Burt Ward were my heroes. Linda mm-hmm. Carter, mm-hmm. that these people that he was looking up to when he was a kid. So then, that's where that, that's what happens in Wanted. Civil War is also about. Well, no, not Civil War. Old Man Logan. You remember mm-hmm. Old Man Logan? Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. the future is all the superheroes are wiped out. Why? Because yeah. they all got together one night. Yeah. And remember Mysterio made yeah. Wolverine think he was killing bad guys? And he and killed everybody. All came from this childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, I, I completely lost my train of thought. Hector, your universe, your universe is absolutely, absolutely depressing. Well, what I was going to say was- <laughs> Fuck your universe. If you pick, if you pick Marvel- um, it, 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 you, you survive the snap from you, a, from a guy who's always very hopeful. Oh, here's what I was gonna say. Now I remember. Now I remember. Like, I know. Like, no, 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 no. I'm going so, to the MCU. Man, Wait, I'm going this. to the MCU, but nobody I exists. I remember. You guys took me down that wanted path, and it's real dark. But this same writer, he wrote Marvel 1985. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in okay. in this book, it is about. Uh, the Marvel Universe circa the year 1985. So mm-hmm. Spider-Man has his black costume. Mm-hmm. She-Hulk is on the Fantastic Four. Like, mm-hmm. it is Marvel of the 80s. And it takes place in our world in the year 1985 about a kid who's reading comics. Mm-hmm. He starts seeing some characters around town in, like, abandoned houses or whatever. And it's, like, the Vulture or Stiltman mm-hmm. or the Red mm-hmm. Skull. And he's like, these are Marvel villains. It turns out they're encroaching into our reality mm-hmm. from their universe. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take over. And he's able to pop, this little kid pops over into the Marvel Universe, and he goes straight to the Baxter building and can't get a hold of anybody. And then he goes straight to the Daily Bugle, and he just asks to see photographer Peter Parker. And he's like, okay. And then he goes up to the roof and meets him, and the kid's trying to tell him, you you won't believe me, but I'm from a place where like you're a comic book character. I know everything about you. I know you're, Peter, I know you're Spider-Man. And Peter's like, kid, I'm not Spider-Man. I don't know what you're talking about, because he's trying to keep the... Of and course, I, and I think the kid jumps off the building. Yeah, because he's like, ah, the only way I can prove this, like, I know you're going to save me, and he jumps off the Daily Bugle, I think, and then Spider-Man, of course, saves him. This but is it's the like, most Hector thing I've ever right? heard. Right, <laughs> but he convinces he convinces Spider-Man. That, These like, are the dreams that Hector has. Yeah, and it's this beautiful childhood sort of fantasy of uh, him being able to, and yeah. then he like brings all the superheroes over into our universe, and That's then they cool. fight. And it's a beautiful little story. That's it's actually, a Hector movie waiting to happen. It's super positive. It feels Absolutely. like Super Eight. It really feels yeah. like this yeah. '80s yeah. Amblin style you know yeah. kids on bikes thing absolutely so anyway you can pick marvel and do that and and decide i'm gonna go to the baxter <laughs> building i'm gonna or if you pick dc yeah. i'm gonna go to the bat cave <clears throat> just like terry mcginnis like mr wayne i know who you are let me <clears throat> see the bat cave and yeah. you will not get in but right, just continually right. like being like i can help you solve yeah, yeah, crimes yeah. like <clears throat> i know who these people are but then i think, I, I think I, in, in all of these and all of these answers though there leads like i said there leads to a point where you become involved mm-hmm. in the oh, you have to story be, I feel like. like i think eventually for you adam yeah. in your star wars <clears throat> universe 
Yeah. You, it would, you would want to lead yourself towards like a Han Solo life or yeah. the life of a Jedi or something oh, like that. Oh, you would befriend Luke exactly. and Leia and Han. Yeah. You would 100%. hang out with those people. Or you, Hector, hang out with Lando. you would definitely become Ned. You yeah. would 100% yep. Yep. become yep. Ned. Or like a Phil Coulson or like yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's, here's the other thing I was thinking about. If you pick a superhero universe and you want to move to New York, you might get killed just because it's so... Di- like, like you Yeah, know, yeah that's you're going to have to the, live in, like, Idaho. Yeah, yeah, and even But then, also, there's, like, no guarantee that you're yeah. just not going to get sick and die. That's you true. Know? And so I was thinking about best quality of life. <laughs> best quality of life with no, like, with uh-huh. no sort of expectations or whatever. And I'm like, it's got to be Star Trek. Because in the Star Trek world, even if you don't want to go live on a ship, mm-hmm. you could live on Earth where there is no money, mm-hmm. no famine... No war. Every country is united and cool with each other. You can just go to Starfleet and learn stuff, or you can just like live a chill life and kick back wherever you are. Like, you know, you can go to Prague and just like you could do that. Or if you wanted to see space, you could go into space. It's free. You join Starfleet. You know, you you study, you learn things, you better yourself. Um, and I change my answer. A, and be a part of a <laughs> I change my answer to Star Trek. And medicine medicine is also like, you know, if you've ever seen an old Star Trek I movie. I change my like, answer to Star Trek. Like when, when, the, when the characters travel back to the 1980s to save whales yeah. in Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, like Scotty, or no, Dr. McCoy visits a <clears> hospital. <throat> And there's like a sick woman. She's like, uh-huh. oh, my my kidneys or whatever. And he just uh-huh. goes, my God, man. And he just goes, woo, 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 woo. And she like grows a kidney. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like medicine is I so. I don't, but that sounds amazing. Medicine and is that so sounds... advanced that like. Like if I was just a normal dude, that's where I would want to be. It's good quality of it's, life. It's, you can do whatever you want. I dream yeah. of that every day. I'm just like, yeah. I wish I could just go and do, didn't have to work. Just go and do whatever I yep. wanted. That's maybe, maybe someday. You're you're right. That's the boring answer, but yeah, that is the good like answer. This, but it's like that's the like the safe yeah. answer. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I think I changed my. I guess answer. I'll have to figure out how to pop answer. over from Coruscant to Earth. I know. Te- there's been in the Star Trek aren't universe. In the, aren't in the, they in the same universe? Like, no. isn't that in the? There's been. There's never been an official. I'll also say this. There's never been an official crossover, but there has been Star Trek and Marvel crossovers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, so some of these franchises have done some shenanigans. Mm-hmm. There's like a Green Lantern Star Trek crossover. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. kind of, you know, okay. That's an, okay. That's an entry point there. Look at how so, like, excited you get for that. <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but I, there's been no way to bring in Star Wars or Middle Earth. Not yet. You know, they're so it's closed okay. off. I like my little fandom living yeah. in its own because it's yeah. not toxic. So you know what? In case this does happen to you tomorrow, Adam, you need to know this. Mm-hmm. The closest there is to that is there is a fake, not real, not canon little mini comic where Han Solo and Chewbacca, Millennium Falcon, punch through to some other galaxy, I guess, crash land on a planet. It's Earth, you know, circa 1913 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then years later, and they crash land in the Pacific Northwest. And then years, years, years later, in like 1939, Indiana Jones is excavating mm-hmm. and investigating mm-hmm. people saying that there's like a Bigfoot mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. And, it's Chewy. And it's, it's Chewy. Yeah. But he <clears throat> finds, he doesn't find Chewy. He just finds the wreckage of the Millennium Falcon and goes inside and he sees a skeleton with the vest. Mm-hmm. So it's Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford, seeing the skeleton of Han Solo, Harrison mm-hmm. Ford. Mm-hmm. And then as he's leaving, some Native American people are talking about there being a, a, Sasquatch. a Sasquatch and yeah. it's Chewy because he could live, you know. So, 200 years. So if you wake up in the Star Wars That'd be fucking universe, amazing. And people have used that to, to actually add a year to every year in Star Wars. 
because they're like, okay, well, if this happened in this in this time, when Han was this age, <laughs> lands in the PNW. Yeah, if he lands in in 1913, then that means that a long time ago was only about 70 years ago or some <laughs> bullshit. Oh my god, people have figured it out. That's too much. That's too much. Okay. That's too sexy. Too, too, too Sorry, sexy. Too, much, too, too much of much. a tangent. Too much. Too Let's, much. Uh, we've <laughs> rambled on for almost an hour. But there's some fan <clears throat> questions. That's how, we, that's how we do things around yeah. here. There's some, there's some, what, are these from Discord? Or are they, these where, are from Patreon. Are these, from? Okay. these are from Patreon, Patreon yeah. Okay. So our first question, if you guys are ready, yeah. comes from Matt. I don't know. I kind of think of one. I kind of want to think about Han Solo. <laughs> Someone someone needs to make that into a short film. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. Funny. No, or I'm animated. sorry. Keep going. Keep yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our first question comes from Matt Illigan, who says, I want to show a little extra love to Augustine and ask him a question. Mm-hmm. We all know what Hector and Adam do for jobs. Do you? Mm-hmm. What is it that you do exactly? And how did you come to work there from a visual effects background? I... Was the transition hard or did the skills you acquired help you in your current job? Both. I currently, uh, I'm, I'm in, so my official title is an instructional designer, uh, and I help faculty use, faculty in college, use the learning management system. This is fucking boring. I'm already fucking bored. <laughs> the learning, the, the, learn how to use their learning management system to teach better. Mm. So the way I got this job was extremely lucky. I owe everything to my wife and my friend. Uh, who actually got me this gig because they needed somebody who knew how to record and edit videos. There you go. Because the the faculty were God, looking... God, thank God you do this bullshit. Bingo bongo, like I'm right <laughs> here, right? So I was like, look, I've been a VFX artist for seven and a half years. I got my degree in animation. Like I know how to do this stuff. And so, yeah, it uh, it's it's not an exciting day job. It pays the bills and I'm very fortunate to have it, very lucky to have it. And I... And moving forward in that trajectory, but I'm very lucky that I it gives me the time to spend time hanging out with you yeah. guys, mm-hmm. and I still get to edit and create videos, even though it's not YouTube content. Yeah, but I still get to help people who are very excited about my skills that I have, even though I'm not the best. Mm-hmm. I'm not the best editor. I'm not the best content creator, but the fact that I can help people create content for the stuff that they're excited about, I think, is really cool. And I think that's what keeps me in the job because I've met some really, really cool people, really smart people. Like yeah. I've met, I've met doctors in like the, the science fields and like who love animals and who love like biology and all this stuff. And to watch people geek out about that stuff, yeah, that's really cool. makes me appreciate th- what they do because I'm so far removed from that world. And those are the type of people who make the world go round. Mm-hmm. Like people who are like who get their PhDs or are really into a specific topic in like a science or Mm -hmm. a field of education Mm -hmm. or something like that. Like we never think about that kind of stuff, but there's people who dedicate their whole lives, their whole existences and spend years studying a specific topic to know about a specific thing. The most. The most. Yeah. And they're like, this is what I geek out about. I'm but like, it's actually that's helpful. Dope. But it's actually helpful yeah. to the planet. And that's the thing. It's helpful to the planet. They become an expert in something that's like, mm-hmm. it's not popular. It's, like it's not microscopic cool. bacteria yeah. that's going to save our lives. Yeah, exactly. Future. It's yeah. not popular. It's not cool. Yeah. They just find it so exciting. And I love meeting those kinds of people because they're, it's, it's, it's really exciting that I get to like at least 
share awesome. my geeky knowledge yeah. with them a little bit to make their lives a little bit easier. That's great. Man. But that's 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 cool. It's you know it's, it's not balance. a super uh, fun no. job. Yeah. But at the same time, I get to meet some really cool people. Yeah. You've never and, and and I and and I love this about your job is that you've never been like. Dude, I need to get out of here. I never, like right, it, it hasn't right. been that, and we've right. all had jobs like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think it's very relatable to yeah. be stuck in a situation where you're like, "We, I need to. This is like harming you me. Get the hell right? out of here!" But you're always yeah. talking about how cool the stuff is. Yeah, and like, and, you know, and, and that has to do with like being in that circle yeah. where like a lot of the people are cool. Like yeah. a lot of the people who I interact with are really cool. I so, like yeah, it's I like good. smarties in academia. That's Dude, fun. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And, and I, so one of the people that I got to work with, I won't say his name. But uh, it was at my previous job. He, Johnny Hopkins. Johnny Hopkins. So he was such a cool <laughs> dude. I called him the Tony Stark of the, the place that I was in because, and this is really cool, he had one of the three bioprinters in the world. What? So what this guy could do, if uh, you uh, had- I've a, seen Star Trek. I know what a bioprinter well, okay. is. Okay. <laughs> well, listen to this. He wasn't actually printing biological material. Yeah. But if either of you had a heart valve issue- <gasps> He could scan your heart, mm. make a 3D print of it, love it, fit a new valve into that 3D print. Let's go, and then put it in you. Let's go. That's custom made for you without making multiple exploratory missions to figure out what's wrong. He cut like he cut um, healing time basically wow. in half because yeah. you don't have to do multiple surgeries for and something I, like and that. And according to the movie, it's crazy. The, and according to the movie, the island. I didn't need to make a clone of myself. You didn't need to make just a clone to of yourself. The organs right, exactly. of Ewan McGregor. And just those do clones that. live their lives free and clear. I love Because you don't have to kill that person anymore. <laughs> and under control. <laughs> and under control. Exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, love that's it. a little bit of my that's job. That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's great. Boom. That's great. Uh, Tom Clough asks, everyone knows Augustine loves Daft Punk, but what are your top three favorite bands of all time? Oh, oh man. man. That's a good question. Linkin Park, yep. Led Zeppelin. ACDC. Oh, that's great. Wow, you're a very classic rock dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is, so is there any reason why now? I, hang on, I feel why. old now. Is Lincoln Park classic rock now? No, right? Well, no, but ACDC. <laughs> I mean, it's and, about 20, yeah. they're about 25 years old. Yeah. Oh, I guess right, technic- right, right. Yeah. technically they probably play them on the classic rock oh stage. Oh, my yeah. God. So, yes. Augustine, yours are MF Doom. MF Doom is one of them. Daft Punk. Daft Punk is And your is number the other three one. is... Um, Probably this like awesome mariachi band I've never heard of, but they're like they're they're sick, dude. They kick ass. I guess if you're gonna say top three, Café Tacuba's got to be up there. There we go. And I don't know if you guys know about Café Tacuba, but they're considered like in Mexico, like the New Age Beatles, like what they've ooh, done for music ooh. in Mexico. And I think I think generally, even though not a lot of people outside of the circle know about them, Underrated. is that they're well, no, because they're known globally, mm-hmm. but like. I don't know. They're, they've reached this kind of like they're known globally, but they're still kind of underground. It's really weird. It's yeah, really yeah. weird oh, the yeah, way they sure. are. For sure. Uh, but they're an amazing band, and I've spent so much time listening to them. But you're right. It have would you, be Daft Punk. It would be MF Doom. Have you Cup played any of, of that band for us? Maybe at a party? Maybe. Never heard of maybe. Cool. But n- I'll point it out next, <clears throat> next time. Next time you do. Next time I'll point you do, it out yeah. next time. Dude, I don't know what mine would be. Mine might be. Uh, I really <sighs> want to know yours because, okay, let's, yeah. let's preface this by yeah. what do you listen to? Film scores. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like Michael Giacchino, yeah. Danny Elfman, those are also, John Williams. Those also count very much because sure, sure, to sure. compose something 
is well, damn crazy. You have to yes. be crazy talented. It's yeah. really, it's really, really. It's crazy. Can I, and can I say, have we have, we haven't talked enough about Trent Reznor because he does that now. Yeah, Trent Reznor and does Trent do that. Trent Reznor's yeah. like a musical yeah. genius with that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. Atticus Ross, him and Atticus Ross yeah. in their collabs. I will probably say my favorite bands though might be maybe Weezer. Okay, classic, classic. Maybe Foo Fighters. Ooh, Dave Grohl is my favorite you person of all time. Can't go wrong with Dave Grohl yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And with the controversy that happened at this last concert, people were sharing clips of Dave Grohl mm-hmm, mm-hmm, kicking people mm-hmm. out of his, you know, no mosh pits. Like, get yeah, the fuck no out fighting. of here, man. Like, yeah. love that stuff. And then probably Daft Punk, but I, I, um, man, just like bands or musical, uh, I really liked uh, early years of Muse, and I need okay. to get back into okay. that. You know what I also just no, did? Don't. I don't get back into Muse because no, later Muse is not great. <laughs> here, here's what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> I just uh I just uh uh got fully into the strokes. Oh my god, dude. They're the awesome. Strokes. They're awesome. And the and strokes are I've, a life-defining band. They they are they've always been good. Yeah. But because I'm so obsessed with film scores and that's mm-hmm. what how I usually collect music, uh and I'm in the car and I'll be there with Abby. Abby I'm like, "Go ahead, play whatever music you want." And Abby's just like, "Oh my god." Like Hi. this, you know. So what oh I was going to listen to the Batman score. <laughs> yeah. Poor Abby. Right. And then I'm like I'm like, "Batman, listen, I got Under uh-huh. the Red Hood. Uh-huh. I got uh, Batman Brave and the Bold. I got uh, you know, she's over it." So that what I decided to do as a gift for her but also for me, I was like, "This is what I always planned to do is to go by band by band and just uh-huh. kind of get grab their discography." Don't do that. No, I did it. No, 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 no. But here's what I did with the strokes. <laughs> oh, okay. I pulled That's up, when you should do it with. I yeah. pulled up every yeah. major album and even like uh, uh, EP mm-hmm, from the mm-hmm. strokes, yeah. made sure to, that I was including every one of their yeah. singles, at least. New, old, whatever. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of yeah. stuff, but I went through kind of album by album each night with Abby, and I was like, let's listen to this album. Do you like this album? And mm-hmm. she was like, I like that whole album. Mm-hmm, Boom, mm-hmm. bought it. Yeah. And then I listened to like a more recent album. Yeah. Maybe 2015 or something mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm, 2014. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Do you like this whole album?" And she was like, "Uh, I like like five of those songs." Yeah. And I'm like, "Great, I'll buy them individually." Yeah. So we don't. So there's no skips. So now okay. I have okay. on my iPod, the Strokes discography, no skips, and it's all stuff that Abby loves. And That's I'm good. like, I'm like, I want to keep. It was cool. We were spending time and listening to music. So I'm like, I'm gonna keep doing that for bands that Abby loves, bands yeah. that I love. You know, so that means we're going to a stroke show then. I'd be down, right? dude. I really Adam, have a. Gr- do we have to get you that uh, playlist and we'll, we'll again we'll go to a stroke show? Have always loved them, but to actually go through and listen to their new stuff. Yeah. And I'm on their Wikipedia, and I'm like, oh dang, they took a six year break. I'm learning yeah. about their producer yes. shuffle. I'm like, oh yes. my god, look, they got married, got divorced. Oh, that's all this. You know, <laughs> I it's, am it's obsessed cool. with the strokes. They're and great. I have been for a long time. I've only been to one stroke show, but mm-hmm. there was a really funny thing that happened. Actually. So it was at FYF Festival. FYF is Fuck Yeah Festival. It happens yeah. here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and they were the headliner that night. Um, apparently, Daft Punk were there without their helmets. What? Nobody recognized them in the crowd. Of course. Apparently, Banksy. there's pictures there, which that's what I love about them. But uh, what was really funny is that <laughs> I wait. we waited so long to get into, this, into, into the crowd and kind of get closer to the front. It was... Me, my wife, my little brother, my little sister, and my buddy Walter. You guys know Walter. Yeah, Walter's um, great. We love you, Walter. Shout out to um, Walter. And so what was really funny is that we were we got in the crowd a little bit earlier. We watched the band beforehand, and there was this girl. <laughs> there was this girl who was obsessed with a burrito that she had. So Can't blame much, her. So much the crowd was going so crazy that like she had to hold her burrito up in the air. 
She held her burrito up in the air for like four hours. Oh my god, girl, like, eat it! I want to meet this legend. The crowd was wild. We were That's just amazing. like waving back and forth. Like I could not touch the. It almost turned into like a Travis Scott fest. Like Jeez. there was points where like my feet weren't touching the floor, and I was like going back and forth. Right, Whoa. like the crowd was just crazy for the stroke show. For the stroke yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. But this girl with her burrito was just <laughs> straight up, just like, this burrito ain't going nowhere. Like, she was, and, and I admire her for that because yeah. I'm like, You know, people hold signs that are yeah. like, your music changed my life. Your music saved me. And this she's burrito at, changed my she's life. Like, no, no, no. Like, it was just this burrito wrapped in tin foil. <laughs> it was like a Chipotle burrito. Like, and you could tell where she was in the crowd. Wow, that's amazing. That's it great. was crazy. <clears throat> I think I would actually have to change. Oh, this is so hard. I might... I might have to change Metallica for no. I said Lincoln Park, said Lincoln Led Park, Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, and ACDC. Yeah, I'm, oh, ACDC though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like I can't leave Queen out. Okay, oh, all time. Okay, Queen, Queen is, is legendary. Just too all good. Time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so okay, what's your official list? Give us give Lincoln us Park, list. Led Zeppelin, Queen. There Boom, go. got it. Solid. Queen solidified. One of the greatest. Bands uh, of all what time. did I say? I said Weezer, uh, Foo Fighters, and and. And strokes. Strokes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the strokes, strokes up belongs there. up yeah, there. Lincoln yeah, Lincoln Park all was right. like a huge part of my um, my high school years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like the music that I listen to with all my friends. I've seen them the most. I've seen mm-hmm. them, I think, five times live. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the last mm-hmm. time I saw them was for my 30th birthday in Prague. Yeah. And yeah, a month later, Chester passed away. Uh, yeah, so that was like, that was an experience. Yeah. And then it became like a life-defining experience yeah, right, to be right, able right, to right. see them live. Yeah. Um, yeah. You talk about I would, that, how I special would, that is. Yeah. I would love, it'll never happen, but I would love, I would I would kill to see Led Zeppelin live. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I've but, seen Metallica know. live. I've seen ACDC live. Queen will never see live, obviously. Um, even though they've been tr- they've been touring with um, Adam Lambert, I think is his name. Oh. Yeah, yeah. From, um, yeah, Never Say Never, what man. Was it American yeah. Idol? But Holograms, come on, Freddie dude. Mercury, man. Holograms. Holograms, I'm just saying. I, I also have <sighs> to preface this list that I just presented mm-hmm. with an, a little asterisk because yeah. these are bands that most people have heard of. Yes. I have a whole separate oh, other for list sure. <clears throat> for bands that people, yeah. nobody sure. have heard of. And sometimes I even have bands that I've only done like one to three songs that become but popular, they're so, they're but they're so, so good. good. Yeah, yeah. And so good. I have never met anyone who's like, know of this band or this DJ or whatever. And I'm like, that's for me. Yeah, exactly. Which I like. Exactly. There's so much other stuff that I listen to. And Adam can attest to this. Oh, yeah. I listen to so much shit. You, you do. So much. You do. If we're ever if we're ever out or whatever, or you're just playing music, I'm always yeah. like, Shazam. Yeah. Ooh, this you is good. To, I like this. You need to hang out in car rides more often, Hector. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you. I'm good. We'll I got my you. shit. We'll get you. No, <laughs> trust me. You don't even know about Julian Casablanca's other band that uh, you need do, to tie into I the Wikipedia other one. I do, because I Wikipedia it is. What is it called? It's called, uh, it's called Eagles Fly. Nope. What's it called? The Voids. The Voids. Sorry, buddy. The Voids. And they yeah. fucking suck, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I hate uh, that band. <laughs> we, we should just take a road trip to like San Diego yeah. and just play different okay. music. We should. Anyway. Comic-Con this weekend. Yeah. Won't oh, be yeah, there. I'm not, I'm, not that. I'm not going to that. I'm not going to that. Are you going? No. Oh. No. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Next question. Uh, for Mr. Scott, we know you all enjoy movies, TV series, comics, but do any of you play board games, entertainment related or otherwise? If so, what are your favorite games? Salute. Funny story. Uh, what did we do a couple days our ago? Our favorite yeah. game of all time is Uno is 50th Uno. edition. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't talk about this, but we did a Friendsgiving. Yeah. Um, I guess you're seeing this. It'll be a week after. But we did a Friendsgiving, which was awesome. We had amazing food. But we played Uno. Well, we played Jenga. Then we played Code Names. Mm-hmm. Then we played Uno. 
First round, ruthless fun. Uno. Yeah, ruthless. First yeah. round of Uno, fun, fine. Quick. I won. Second round First of Uno, round. also fun, good, quick. Yeah. Third round of Uno went for two it, fucking did hours. It? Okay. Did <laughs> anybody God, track the time? No, it was about two hours. Oh my God! It felt yeah. It felt like, like an eternity. It felt like I five thought I was hours. gonna like die sitting there. I I and I had two chances to end the game. I had one <laughs> back to back, yeah, did, and I did. didn't end the game. Yeah, that was awesome. And that yeah. was a mistake. And I, well, I I was at the point where I was like, I really want this game to end, and then it literally came to me. Yeah. And I could have ended it because Cynthia had. A card that would have ended the game. Yeah. yeah. And I was sitting there and I was thinking, I can either go home now. Yeah. Or I, I didn't can, want to disappoint you. <laughs> or I could I can make this suffering go a little bit longer and enjoy and the fault. happiness on Keller and Hector's face. Yeah. It's, so it's, I went with that option. The the game, the round kept going and going and going to the point where I was like, I hate this. Yeah. I want it to end. Yeah. But then it kept going. And I got to a point where I was like, "This is laughable. This is, wild. This is laughable. Yeah. This is wild. We're in this together. Yeah. This is Yo. a shared trauma." It was shared I, trauma. I, I told yeah. Keller after that round of Uno made me love each of those people there more, but also <laughs> also hate them more hate, at yes. the same time. I, yes, exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> it was multiple emotions going. Yeah. I feel like we bonded through trauma. <laughs> I think all of us at some like point a, like went from game. went from seven cards. Yeah, to, to like 40, one card, one to two, and to literally to 80, twenty, eighty-seven cards. Because yeah. ruthless, ruthless crazy. rules is if you don't have it, you yes. have to keep drawing until you pull it. Right. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. uh, I literally so. ended up with like, yeah. I think it was ten green cards, yeah. ten red cards, and that's one it. blue <laughs> and a yellow. And yeah. I was like, I don't have, I can't. Yeah. I literally have to keep pulling cards. And we weren't even playing like the ruthless that I usually play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually, when I play ruthless, is if you don't have a card that's on the deck, you keep pulling until you get something, right? Mm-hmm. The other way is if you drop like a draw two, yeah. mm-hmm. the next person can stack a draw two, then yeah. that oh, person right. gets four. Right. And if that person has a draw two, they, they can, can pass to that six, to the next eight, eight, dude. That's wild. Jesus. That breaks friendships. Like yeah. that is that's yeah. not. There cool. were definitely a couple of moments where I was like, should I just throw my cards and say I'm done and go lay yeah. on the couch? No. But I'm glad none of us quit. I yeah. forgot no, we how didn't quit. it ended, but it did. It was a legitimate end. It was, yeah. legitimate. It was a legitimate I think end. Cynthia ended the game. I think I think Chelsea won the game. I think oh, Chelsea, Chelsea won. But Chelsea. I, I like Keller's strategy. Where you yeah. don't even hide the cards. You just put yeah. them on the yeah. table. Keller was the best because I look and oh. I'm like, what does he have? Oh. Okay, I'll keep them going. You don't Yo. hide your cards. You put every single card of yours facing I up hate on that the shit. table. I hate it. I called it chaos theory. It's chaos yeah. theory. And it worked. It's chaos theory. And it did. And it's like he was doing it. And then all of a sudden, you started doing it. Chelsea yeah. started doing it. Yeah. So half of the table, you guys had your cards uh-huh. laid out. Uh-huh. And the rest of us were like, why, yeah. why are we even holding these anymore? And at a certain point, I had so many cards that I couldn't even like yeah. spread exactly. them out enough. And I was like, why don't I just lay these stupid things down by color and call it a day? And then we had that 50th anniversary thing where like you, you point to two people and then flip a coin. So oh, add, add yeah. And, like, draw yeah. cards. Draw four. Yeah. Draw four. We also did play Code Names. Mm-hmm. I loved that. That was and fun. Jenga, if that counts as a board game, is yeah. just a classic. Yeah. But like Code Names, we got into Code Names. Yeah. Code Names was we, fun. We won. Code we were undefeated. Yeah. 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 Plus three. Hector was very stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that hands thing. I can't believe you guys got like, three of the four. I was like, chicken, two. And then rubber's on there. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't pick it. Don't pick it. Don't pick it. Don't pick it. Oh, my God. I thought you were mad at us. I no. was like, oh, man. Hector's mm. going to quit Heroes Reforged because of yeah. this. Yeah. 
Uh, that was a fun game. But other fun. than that, do you guys play board games? No. Not really. On your own? I don't Not really. Either. No, no I, I did it for two years as my job. Yeah, so yeah, the last right. thing I wanted That's to fucking true. do is play board we'll games. Skip that. We'll skip that part. <laughs> but also, like, yeah. I don't even like going to Vegas and playing card games or even yeah. betting very much. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I don't, I don't even like to do that kind I of stuff. I will say, um, Django not necessarily being a board game, but the ones that I have really enjoyed, and one of them was because we altered it a lot for the audience, the way that we played Risk at Hyper was super fun. Oh, cool. But I really did genuinely love playing Uno with you guys and yeah, Codenames. That was yeah. great. Two, also, I would we, play those again. Speaking of Risk, we do need to find a LA Neighborhoods version of Risk, of risk. so That's that Augustine right. can play That's it. Right. Was, <laughs> you were getting heated at yeah. Uno where you were like, you're like, this is Eastside versus <laughs> versus Van Nuys versus NoHo, like just mad. Like, all right, all right, we're gonna get you. I would pit the castles against a each other. risk yeah. with all the LA neighborhoods, Los Feliz, and well, you know how in yeah, Risk, if you get Australia, you're pretty much gonna win. Like yeah. that's always the secret strategy is if you try to get Australia first, mm-hmm. it's such a helpful thing. Yeah. What would be the Australia for the LA East neighborhoods? East Los Angeles, East People Los Angeles, so under underrated. Dude, we're the city supply of tacos. Like, what what do you think is yep. gonna happen if we go under? Nobody's yep. getting fed. Everybody's dying. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> He's gonna die. Sorry, <laughs> you're we've, not getting your tacos. You're dead. We've got East LA. That's we've all got the East LA. That's all we need. We got the, ta- the tacos, tacos you need from East LA. All the tacos. Here we go. We got the LA supply of guacamole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, board games are fun. Uh, from Marcelo Malabron. Hi there, homies. I've always admired how passionate you are when talking about the things you love, like comic books, shows, movies, and stuff. My question is: Is there any particular movie or show? That you would like to completely erase from your mind oh, yeah. to experience it again. Greetings from Chile. From Chile. Oh. Avengers Endgame. The oh, Avengers God. Endgame. That was so good. Dude. Avengers yeah, Endgame. Yeah. You guys remember when we were in the theater? In the I Disney screening. When, I, when no movies ever made me scream. When yeah. Hulk was about to snap to bring everybody back, I held everyone's. We all held yeah. hands. Yeah. We, did held, we did hold hands. So, yeah. like, I if, if I could somehow. I guess it would be Avengers Endgame to now because I, I don't mm. want the knowledge of. Spider-Man: Far From Home mm-hmm. first, because mm-hmm. that spoils. You know, oh, Tony Stark yeah, died yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So like, so maybe that doesn't. It couldn't work in the. I overthink impossible scenarios. Yeah, I, you can just say I overthink magic <laughs> questions. Yeah. Yeah. I would like that experience, but then I'm like, no. But then if I know what happens in Wandavision, what the yeah. fuck? That's gonna ruin. It's okay, the- Hector. Sorry, Avengers Endgame is a really good one because when the mm. Cap lifts oh. Mjolnir, ay, 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 and then he says, yeah. "Avengers Assemble." Ay, 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 ay. I. That was a special moment. Yeah. Like, that was definitely a special moment. I'm so moment. glad we got to see that together. That was really, really I, cool. That moment in, I think, movie history is very yeah. underrated because yeah. comic book movies are. But like that moment in those movies what a payoff. was such a good payoff. And we could just have a whole hour-long conversation <clears> just <throat> about that moment. Yeah. yeah. It was just, it's it's a whole nother thing. Yeah. It's yeah. a whole yeah. separate And the MCU, for how expansive it is, it's really like one of those only franchises that came out in the 2000s that like I followed every right, year, exactly. every movie yeah. before we were yeah. even doing YouTube stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't read Marvel comics growing right. up. Right. But I knew people who read the comics. So they were like, oh, so cool. Nick Fury, this is who he is. This is what this could lead to. Avengers Initiative. Here's what it means. So I was like, ooh, this this could be really fun for okay. comic bu- comic loving people. So what's yours then? Um Halloween. N- no, I don't think so because I never saw that in the theater. Force Awakens. You know the hype for Force Awakens yeah. was pretty, pretty juicy, massive, pretty juicy, and I was an emotional mess. Yeah, oh yeah. When that movie was coming out, Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either that or 
honestly, The Dark Knight. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Ooh, that I saw the mind-blowing. I saw uh, The Dark Knight. Night. It came out the 18th, and I think yeah. I saw it on like the 15th. Yeah. I saw it at Tuesday, like a mm-hmm. couple days early, mm-hmm. at Mira Mesa 18 in the IMAX theater. Oh, good theater. And I... I can remember sitting in the theater and watching that opening sequence of the logo flying past and then opens on Chicago in yeah. IMAX. And I literally was just like, sounds like that. It's kind of like that. Um, and then seeing like Heath Ledger standing uh, there I don't on know. that huge screen. This guy hired me to do this thing too. <laughs> Boss told me to take him out when we was done. Funny. Um, she told me something yeah. similar. Wait, what? <laughs> hey, hey. But that seeing that movie in an IMAX theater, yeah. that was like because I had seen IMAX documentaries yeah. at the um, what was it, Ruben H. Fleet Science Center in San Diego and Balboa Park. So. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, a dome yeah. IMAX, so it's a little different. It's very different. Yeah. And you're watching documentaries about space. Yeah. But to see the Dark Knight. Yeah. And, and you're laying back like this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm going like, holy shit! That's the that screen is massive. Yeah. And then we got that movie on top of that, mm-hmm. and Heath Ledger and everything. It was like. I was overwhelmed by that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That'd so cool. that's probably that's a me. good question. Mine is not a movie, and I'm going to change this question mm. because mine is Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh. They're going to say going to New Zealand. No, oh. mine is Avatar: The, the Last show. Airbender. Yeah. The whole show. Yeah. Because I've, I, yeah. so I always try to tell people who have never watched the show, and try to convince people that this is the greatest show you will ever watch, and it makes me sad that I'll never get to experience it for the first time twice. Mm-hmm. But I kind of do because I showed my wife the show for second the first time. time. Uh, second time. And watching her rewatch it, it made yeah. me so happy. Yeah. And now I'm trying to convince Adam to watch it. Oh, to convince yeah. me. And watching Adam yeah, go yeah, through yeah. that journey again is yeah, going to be yeah, special. Yeah. Not just for me, for my wife. And just like yeah, watching that. somebody go oh, through you know those what, emotions though? again is when, crazy. If and when you get Adam through it and you do the mm-hmm. three seasons, mm-hmm. you guys got to do the comics. If you've never read them, because that'll be an extra new thing comics. for you. But the comics are yeah. like the bridge between the generational, you know, so avatars. The, the comics like, are after the season, right? Yes, before but they're Korra. before. But okay. they're they're basically Aang and the gang, <clears throat> right? Like, Doesn't Zuko follow the, where yes, his mom is, dude? Right, right, right. It's so good. Yeah. So like, it's almost like the original Star Trek, and then the Legend of Korra is like Star Trek: The Next Generation, mm-hmm. or like the Star Wars different eras and stuff. But mm-hmm. like, there's a whole line of comics that are almost like. What I want to see Luke create that Jedi Academy, yeah, 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 you know, and and have it be canon or whatever. I know that there's versions of that and mm-hmm. that, that are legends mm-hmm. and stuff, but still, they're super, super cool. Okay. So that could be an okay. added thing for you. Maybe to get that's into. what this year is going to be because yeah. we try to do that every year for yeah. Christmas. So mm-hmm. maybe yeah. we'll do that this year. And I'll go. tell you what, if you guys do that and you get through the at least even He's the, like invite me over, it, even the first season, if you get uh-huh. through it, I've tried Last Airbender. I'll hunt down a 3D copy of the M Night Shyamalan movie. Okay. You guys will come over. We'll, we'll get we'll get rip roaring drunk, <laughs> and be mad and just laugh at that movie and just let's do it. Okay, let's, let's do, it. do it. We'll do it. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen that movie? I um might be the worst movie I've ever seen in my I life. I think it is the worst movie I've ever seen. I don't seen. think I've seen the but whole can, thing. I think I only saw like the first like fully 40 minutes, hate it 30 minutes. once you've, you've seen, seen the first season. Avatar, yeah. It's like yeah. heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Bad. Yeah. Uh, and the 3D is garbage yeah. yeah so we gotta watch it was like it, one of the yeah. first movies that Sarah yeah. did like, check yeah. it out cards like baby's <laughs> 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 first 3d movie uh yeah. when hollywood's like can you do this in a month for four dollars i got you boo-boo. and stereo d was like sure i got you boo-boo <laughs> do you like dioramas <laughs> barf all right next uh, question german ass homies would love to see some videos with the three of you discussing reacting to or breaking down visual effects from your favorite films and mm. tv shows with your backgrounds, it would be educational and entertaining. Love the channel. I disagree. Interesting. 
Other people have that on lockdown. So, yes. Yeah. I think we yeah. also have to keep in mind that we have been out of the industry for a while. Yeah. yeah. We're not up to date Technology with everything Technology has changed happening. so drastically. Right. Yeah. We can still call out bad CG and bad composites and, and things like that. And stuff that we like. And yeah. praise stuff that we like. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Corridor Crew, though, like if you're looking for those kind of reactions, those mm-hmm. guys got yeah. it. Like mm-hmm. Those guys got it on lock. You know about Corridor Crew, yeah, right? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. So these guys got it on lock. And they do visual effects videos. Every day of their life. Every day of their mm-hmm. life, like, and mm-hmm. they recreate VFX videos. Like they, mm-hmm. they did a video where they recreated that scene from Scorpion King. Yeah, with the rock, oh. where they, made, they it made it better. Hell yeah, love yeah. That. And so love that. that that's the kind of stuff that, like, if you're so looking like, for, we, we couldn't bring that to the table. I, so, I would, are you would, kidding me? I would love to do a collaboration with them. That mm. would be fun. Where Very we could talk that about like movies that we worked on with yeah. them, and talk yeah. about like, you know, yeah. Talk to them about yeah. like the 3D process or the VFX process because yeah. I think that they they have a lot more depth than we do. Right. And oh, to, yeah. for us to be like, this is what we don't like about it, and they yeah. can explain, well, here's the technical elements of why that doesn't work. Right, exactly. Like, that, exactly. to me, would be way more fun. I feel like if you wanted a VFX-specific Patreon category, we might be able to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. No, uh, that's too much. That's I would like – no, I, I think that would be great. Or maybe – specific videos or special projects or whatever i feel like the only thing i could i could um feel real confident about like adding to the to the special effects or or visual effects discourse on Mm -hmm. youtube would be like well i can talk about 3d movies problem is if if i if we can't show it it can't show it that's so i'm like nobody can uh, see what we're talking yeah yeah, you have to we'd have to have a video and you have to literally be like everyone who clicks the link in the description gets a pair of anaglyph glasses yeah it's like i i cannot and a passive 3d monitor yeah Yeah. talk about what we're talking about yeah right yeah Yeah, that's um that's it's a pain in the butt but if i mean we could talk about 3d till we're blue in the face because we all spend so much time doing maybe when uh, those new lg tvs come out yeah yeah fingers crossed we're looking for that sponsorship lg hit me up i can definitely talk about hit us up i can definitely talk about uh visual effects in a more generalized way yeah Yeah. but when it comes to so much of the new technology that's out you know all the things with like um unreal engine and all that stuff i know it from a very general perspective Mm -hmm. But the technical elements and like sure. all yeah. of the under the hood stuff, no. Yeah, well, yeah, said. that's that's a that's a big discussion that uh, other people are having. Go. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong okay, button. that's a big discussion that other people are having. Then they're having it re- very well. So. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Adam Hitchcock asks: Every single time I watch Endgame, I cry when Peter says goodbye to Tony after the snap. Mm-hmm. Probably because of my relationship or lack thereof with my father. Mm-hmm. This is for the each of you. What is the most emotional movie moment for all of you? <laughs> What moment in a movie always makes you cry and why? Dang. Thanks again for the genuine happiness <laughs> you, you provide to us all. Cry, I know. I thought. I thought. He said thank I you thought... for the happiness, and he's like, "Cry, bitch." Yeah. This is from this is from, this is from Adam me. Hitchcock. Yeah. He's like, "This is for each of you." What's your relationship with your father like, dude? Yeah. You can't. I don't. We can't get into that. Uh, <laughs> it's too personal, too real. You know what? Um, I don't have a movie that makes me cry every time. But I'm going to go back to Avatar. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Little Soldier uh, song, it uh, just gets me every mm-hmm. single time. And you'll see when you get to it, Adam. That's a there's, good one. There's a moment there where it's just, you know, it's it's a relationship. I'm not going to spoil anything. And, and but, the episode dedicated to Mako. Yeah, exactly. passed away like after he recorded after that. After he recorded that. Yeah, Golly it's crazy. But Bob. That's mine. And I'm just going to defer to Avatar The Last okay. Airbender mm-hmm. for everything at this point. Uh, I, can, uh, I can cry at most movies I love. I can cry at... Iron Giant, but so can everybody. I can cry at John Carter. If I'm watching that movie and sucked into it, mm-hmm. when the Michael Giacchino score swells, you yeah. know which part There's I'm talking moments. about. There's moments where like the music's, yeah. is, the music's perfect, yeah. like the cinematography's perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect point in the story. I think 
if you can find those moments more yeah. commonly in every movie, then you're doing a good job of making your media that you consume count for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really good like way to you're put it. you're really yeah. finding what you love in these kind of things, <clears throat> even though they might not to. be acclaimed. Whatever, yeah. whatever you connect to that can move. Because yeah. I feel that way with music sometimes. Like when I listen to music, there's this song called El Sonidito, right? It's one of the best songs I've ever heard. But if you know it, it's just the song going beep, 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 beep. But I listen to it over and over again. And sometimes, like one time my eyes welled up. I'm like, this is the perfect song. This is the most perfect song ever. (laughs) It's such a Um, dumb song. But I love the way you put that. I think that if if you look at your art Mm -hmm. and you can, in a healthy way, Mm-hmm. Let it help you work stuff out. Yeah, and yeah. movies are therapy. Yeah, you know, music is therapy. Mm-hmm. Comic books are mm-hmm. therapy. TV is therapy. If if you are, um, video games are therapy. If you use that stuff and it doesn't impact you negatively, you know, meaning you shouldn't put yourself through something if it's mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. whatever. But if there's stuff that you can allow yourself to let go, work through stuff, mm-hmm. work on yourself. You know, reflect yeah. on your life or just do enjoy that. something. Yes. Like just Absolutely. absorbing something and fully letting yourself enjoy something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I feel with media and with music and things yeah. like that. Like <clears throat> if I'm fully happy with something that I'm uh, that I'm reading or listening to or anything like that, it's yeah. it's it, but that's I'm, what I, the dude, little moments in life that I love. I'm easy, dude. I cry at the end of click with Adam yeah, Sandler, like that's because true. it's sad, but also I'm a real I'm easy. <laughs> I mean that's easy. You know, that's a good movie. Yeah. Fifty first dates, that's a good one too. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh for me, it usually has to revolve around some like family scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it usually has to do with like <clears throat> immigrant families. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. the dinner scene or the brief familia. Coco. The, yeah. <laughs> the breakfast scene in Shang-Chi. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I totally yeah. I understand this. Yeah, What's yeah, happening yeah. here? Yeah, yeah. Um, the farewell has a very similar type of family scene where they have dinner, you know. Yeah. So it's yeah, those yeah. types of moments that I'm like, I see my family in this. Mm-hmm. I see mm-hmm. the immigrant, ex- you know, and all that sort of stuff. Because it's very personal too. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> that kind of stuff. But also, <laughs> this is silly, but Smallville. Oh hell the yeah. Relationship between mm-hmm. Clark and his dad. Interesting. Even though, even though I'm like obviously a regular person. The relationship that he has with his dad is very similar to the relationship I had with my grandpa. There you go, Jonathan. Very Kent. personal, very like yeah, Jonathan Kent's nurturing cool, yeah. and loving, and that's a great example. That's <clears throat> yeah. a, and there's very good example. great moments in that show. And yeah. at one point, Jonathan Kent passes away, yep. and they did it in the show. Yeah, my grandpa passed away around that time. Oh my god, like gosh. a couple years after. Oh. So it was like it was weird. It was like it was a, kind of like a parallel world in some ways, and I was yeah. like, I don't yeah. like this. You're like emotionally compromised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good question. Good. Good question. We're gonna stop talking thanks about thanks it because we're me. all gonna start crying. <laughs> so next question, because I don't want to sob on the show. Ronan yeah. and Chenas. Hey, paisanos. If each of you could host two showings for two films you love and have a Q and A session with the people behind them, oh. which films would you choose and who would you invite to the discussion? Oh my Cheers. god. Cheers. I don't oh think any god. of the movies I'd want to show people would garner a discussion because I w- I would want to show. No, like man. Kung Pao Enter the Fist yeah. and Dumb and Dumber. Like I would just want <laughs> I feel people like there's great discussion. I just want people yeah. to like show up and laugh. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I want to put on an event where people are like, Yeah, I want to go back okay. and do that. Like but if I don't I don't want to have a discussion. If okay. you've listened to any of Jeff Daniels interviews mm-hmm. where he talks about you know Dumb what? and Dumber. Do it with Jeff Daniels. It's and maybe really interesting. interesting. That would be tight. I don't think they want to talk about that. Uh, oh no, Jeff Daniels literally just did a Vanity Fair interview. Oh, did he? Okay. And he talked okay. about his yeah. career. Yeah. And he was like, he said that Jim Carrey specifically did not want a comedian. 
Yes, he yes, wanted yes, yes. someone the straight who man. would not do this with him, yeah. Yeah. but who would support him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like, and and it's Perfect. it's it's so fascinating listening to Jeff Daniels because he's talked about it in a few interviews. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like there is a lot to gain from that. I mean, maybe I, that movie for me was like a a life defining. Oh movie. my did god! You ever, did you ever watch Dumb and Dumber too? Yeah, and I didn't yeah. like that. bad movie. Yeah, it's it so bad. bad. How about? Dumb and, Dumb and Dumber Dumb and when Dumber Harry Dumber met Lloyd. Yeah. Also bad. Also bad. <laughs> Actually, Bob Saget was funny in that movie where he walks into the bathroom and there's shit all over the place. <laughs> like, that's the funniest part of the movie because it's Bob Saget and it yeah. has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just a funny scene. But nothing nothing beats Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey riding to Aspen on that little motorbike. Oh, my God. <laughs> just We're with, the, with the mocos. Yeah. The mocos, oh, mocos frozen out, everywhere. Like, oh. yeah, and, yeah. And like... There's just something special about 90s comedy the, that can't be beat. And, and <laughs> you're absolutely right. And I, I was, so I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, that's Judging right. the two movies back to back, it's like there's something to be said about, first of all, the film quality, about how they filmed things back then, mm-hmm. the film style, but also just like the actors and the way that they kind of portray things and the way that they act because – there, there is moments in movies where I'm just like, people don't act like this anymore. Uh-huh. And like some, look at somebody like Bill Murray, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't see any actors like that anymore. <clears throat> like there's, there's not a lot of people who have that charm mm-hmm. who can kind of be a dickhead, but they're still mm-hmm. kind of funny. Like I just watched Murders in the Building. Steve Martin, dude, uh, like he's still just as treasure. charming as funny treasure. as he yeah. was back in the you day. You know what? Because those people, I think they're they're TV. Because I think maybe maybe a, maybe a modern maybe. day Bill Murray, maybe and not the same, but like maybe right. a Jason Sudeikis is yeah. charming, can kind of be a dick. Well, you know what? His skill set, Ted Lasso, not movies. I haven't seen that show yet, so but, I don't know. But yeah. I think that thing you're, and you mentioned uh, Only Murders, and it's yeah. like, yeah, I think that those kinds of actors mm-hmm. are 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 now being utilized on TV as opposed to they don't make movies. Yeah, and, you know, like maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might be part yeah. of it, but like. I think there's a certain magic that's true that like happened back then, and who knows, we might be experiencing it now, but we don't know it until like ten years yeah. from now when we rewatch yeah. those movies. Yeah. Um. But like, there's a certain magic that was captured back with like '80s and '90s movies mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily capture nowadays. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I feel like anything that I would show in a screening mm-hmm. like that would have to be something from I from back then. This maybe this is a hot take. I don't know. I don't really care either. I feel like people are less willing to suspend their disbelief nowadays mm. for certain types of genres. Mm-hmm. It could be the culture. Like I think Marvel has did a really good job making Iron Man feel super realistic mm-hmm. to the maximum point that it could, but we slowly transitioned into like fantasy. Mm-hmm. But because it was such a it was such like over science the science co- based fantasy. Well, it was over the course of like 10 years, so we were yeah. really eased into that idea. Yeah. yeah. I think if you would have just started with Guardians of the Galaxy, people would be like it's too far-fetched. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think because and, of and, movies... And also Marvel, yeah. for worse or not for better, I think have also conditioned movie audiences to really pay attention to right, continuity right. and yeah. explanations and stuff that it is, <clears throat> you know... Where, where and, everybody, and everybody becomes hyper-focused on I'm that. I'm part of yeah. that problem because I am doing that yeah. Yeah. to the point where in our, in our YouTube comments, people are giving me shit like, you're overthinking uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's just like, you know thrown together like shenanigans and i'm like yeah but the people that are making this have been doing what you're describing for 10 years so i'm like i am gonna overthink it Mm -hmm. this ain't venom 2 right they didn't overthink shit right but the you know (laughs) right 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 certain you know movies and stuff do so yeah yeah so i I think there is a little bit of that where we're so hyper focused on making everything feel realistic Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and i think for movies you have to be willing to suspend your disbelief at some point Mm -hmm. yeah where like 
oh, why isn't this, why is this character doing this? He wouldn't be able to afford this or he wouldn't be able to travel from here to here in that short of a time. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, yeah, if he got to New York to Boston in two hours, I'm not questioning it. Where did Harry and Lloyd get all those worms from? I don't know. Yeah, like it's not important to the story. I got worms. It's important to the moment that's happening. Where did Petey come from? Petey the bird. Nobody knows. It doesn't matter. So I think that's, I think a lot of that sometimes comes down also like just on Twitter generally when people are talking about movies like, and you're talking about something that's older, uh, yeah. and he's like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, it's uh, not the objective of the movie. Cinema right, sins right. and all of those. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's bad. I think, hey, uh, I think a lot of the, I, I think to go back to Ronan's question, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to. Oh, I didn't even answer the question. Yeah, you yeah. guys haven't answered the question yet. Sorry. I don't necessarily want to turn every movie that I love into a big discussion. Right. right. I just kind of want people to just enjoy experience them. it. Yeah, just like enjoy them for what they are. Yeah. And now, just like leave, have a taco and leave. I mean, I've like, literally on Twitter go. just seen people talking about the Ghostbusters box office and I'm like, cool, but care. what about the movie? No right. one's talking about the movie. I don't What care. the hell? Um, uh, my two movies would be Interstellar would be one. Okay. And Chris Nolan would have to be the guest. Uh-huh. The second one in a perfect world, if I can make this happen, would probably be Superman 78 with Richard Donner. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Passed All right. away. All right. Uh, or maybe somebody else who even who worked on that movie still mm-hmm. would be mm-hmm. still, you know, some great producer um, or, or somebody who, who's not still a lot around. Of loved. Yeah, I That's know. A tough part. Yeah, John Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. G- uh, say either, say comedy or 3D. Tell me. One comedy, one. one 3D. One comedy, one 3D? Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I might go... <clears throat> John Carter. John Carter. <laughs> John Carter, of course. John Carter, 100%. It would just be me talking to the director, Andrew and then Stanton. the second one is John know. Carter in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> John Carter in 3D <laughs> is a comedy. No, the second one would be... Um, I think I might go Nacho Libre. Uh-huh. That's mm. a good one. With Jack with Black. With Jack Black, The cast, yeah. the director, of to course. talk about... Would Jack Black do it, though? I think... Yeah. I think... He, <sighs> I don't know, man. Dude, you said is, you said he doesn't like talking about that movie. That's what I gather. There's really? there's no Dude, concrete you evidence. You oh, haven't okay. seen him on George Lopez? Didn't I show when? you that clip? When? When George Lopez had his talk show. He How was long on, ago was this? Um, you know, 10 years ago now? When did he have his talk show? Yes. I would tell Jack, yo, I'm a Mexican guy. You will be okay. It's okay. This is be positive. I know. Right? I know. It yes. would be positive. I think it would be fine. I I think, I, I think so too. Yeah. And I think I want Jack Black to know because I know he watches the show. <laughs> I know he watches us. Uh, Jack Black, you are loved and adored in the Mexican community. That's right. And please come and talk to us about Nacho Libre because I just the Mexican really want to delegation talk to you. accepts accepts your performance, you. accepts your portrayal, and embraces you. Yeah. Because for you, everything you, you did in that movie, like George Lopez pointed out, you hit the words correctly. I need to exactly. borrow some sweats. Yes. <laughs> you know, miércoles. Everything is so perfect, you and he it. tried hard. And I, I watched the behind the scenes thing. Yeah. And I know that one of his favorite snacks behind the scenes was to have peanut butter and jelly tortillas. Oh. So it would be two tortillas, one with peanut butter, one with jelly. Smash them together. Eat them all up like that. Perfect. I guess Bro. I know what I'm doing when we're done. That's yeah. a perfect snack. That's a perfect little snack. Next and I'm like, question. Yes, that's perfect. We're almost uh, done. We're almost Luis Maradiaga asks, what up, fellas? Are there any guilty pleasure TV shows or movies that you've started watching this fall? 90 Day Fiance, baby. I should start a podcast on 90 Day Fiance. You should. Oh, my you and God. Cynthia would be at the top yeah. of the charts. Yeah. We're, we love that show. You guys. We don't miss an episode. You guys are the reactors who watch that show. We are addicted to the drama. Yeah. I wish they would invite me and my wife to go be. They have an, a show <laughs> called Pillow Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Where people react to the episodes. Can you submit? 
No, it's only it's only for it's people, only people who have been on it. Look at how Hector is so angry right now because he hates this show so much nah. because Abby loves it. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard it. I've heard enough about that show, and I also just started watching Bitch and Rides. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's a car customization show. It's old. It's no longer on the air. Oh, but I it's thought syndication. it was new. No, no, no. Oh. It's in syndication now, and they're just doing reruns, and me and my wife are just like, amazing. oh, that's dope. Oh, that sucks. Oh, cool. oh that's dope. So that's we watch 90 Day Fiance and Bitchin' Rides. Uh, I don't really have any... I admittedly don't you have don't watch any TV. shows. Yeah. yeah. I've been wanting to go back and watch older stuff, but I haven't had a, I haven't gotten to it yet. Um but movies, I've been watching a lot of like stuff that's been restored from the 90s because mm-hmm. the 4Ks are coming out. I just did Adam's Family. So mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of old stuff. None of them are really guilty pleasures because I still think they're pretty good movies. Mm-hmm. But that's been my big focus mostly, has been watching okay. old remasters. I don't know. Or new remasters I, of old movies. I'm borrowing from Adam a 4K set of the Underworld movies. I'll, yeah. say, that. I'll say that's my guilty pleasure because I, I – I, I am a sucker for I'll give any show a season, mm-hmm. but I can't do reality TV. I can't do stuff that I know yeah, is going to be because I get so stressed about like, why aren't I working on the other shows I have? <laughs> that are priority. Backlog that are priority. I'll, I'll give you one. Star Trek Enterprise, I think. Okay. Because I just watched the first episode the other night Yeah. Uh, when I was not feeling so great and I uh, puked a little bit in the morning because of some... Um, Food poisoning? Maybe I was drinking too much. Too much wine the night before. Keller's Try birthday. to keep it up with someone, didn't you? Keller's birthday. I tried to keep up with Adam. But um, I woke up real early. It was feeling bad, pukey. I puked a little bit. And then I went and sat on the couch in the living room. And I had never seen an episode of Star Trek Enterprise, mm-hmm. which is the only Star Trek show I had never seen an episode of. Everything else I've either watched all of or like I'm almost done with Deep Space Nine and Voyager. Is that the one that came out in the 90s? Yes. These are the 90s shows. Okay. Star Trek Enterprise premiered in 2001. Okay. And it was the last Star Trek show. It went for four seasons. Yeah. And when it was over, Star Trek was off the air for like, you know, 15 uh-huh. years or something, uh-huh. 10 years until the new show and the new movies and stuff. So it was like a long period. Okay. And before that, there was a Star Trek show on every year since 1987 with mm-hmm. the Patrick Stewart, like, revamp. Mm-hmm. So it was the end of an era. I'd never seen it. Watched the first episode. Yo, that show is corny as hell. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, mm-hmm. but it's also super horny. <laughs> there was in it's, it's a horny oh space opera. God. I did not know till I had heard about the the. <laughs> there's a great character in Star Trek. I love this character, and uh, Jerry Ryan is a fantastic actor. Seven of Nine is a wonderful character, and she was brought into one of the '90s shows very clearly to up the sex appeal. Wait, and what's the character's name? Seven of Nine. Seven and she, of Nine. You've seen her. She's the blonde woman that has yeah. like the okay. thing here yeah, yeah, yeah. because she was assimilated by the Borg, but mm-hmm. now she's trying to be human mm-hmm, again. Mm-hmm. And she has a skin tight like thing on, mm-hmm, like a, mm-hmm, like her, mm-hmm. her outfit. And you're just, and she's in fantastic shape in the 90s and even today because she was also on Picard. They brought her back. But you can watch oh, this. Yeah. You can watch the show as an adult and you go, I mean, I, I probably knew this even as a kid, but I'm like, I know why they brought this character on. Mm-hmm. And it's a bummer when you can see the Matrix <clears throat> code of like, oh man, that sucks. But it's, it's the woman in the, right, white, in the red dress. Mm-hmm. But it's still good writing and good acting, you know, all that stuff. I thought that was like egregious. Bro, <laughs> Star Trek Enterprise has like incredibly attractive people coming back from a mission and because it's supposed to be the earliest set Star Trek show, like before Kirk, before the, mm-hmm. the Federation was a thing, it's just Earth. It's just like they're dealing with Vulcans. They're like, well, you have to come back and we have to like, you know, um, put you through a little quarantine because you may have space probes on you. Anyway, there's some lotion in there. You're going to have to rub it on yourself. So there's a whole scene where these people are just like, <laughs> like 
like it's like a Baywatch uh-huh. scene uh-huh. where they're just like ripped bodies and they're like yeah. smoking hot and this Vulcan character is so it's Star Trek horn dogs. It's so it's so <laughs> horny. It's so horny that I'm like anybody complaining yeah. any of those bullshit fans that are complaining <clears throat> about Star Trek today yeah. mm-hmm. being like too sexy or too whatever right. just because there's like a gay couple on Discovery or like mm-hmm. you know and there's always these bad faith actors that are like oh don't it's you should be talking about sexuality don't shove it down our throats blah, 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 blah. this is this like the horniest hetero show <laughs> so just the first episode all right, all right. or I'm like y'all are full of crap but <laughs> That's a guilty pleasure. Like, I think I'm going to try to get through the rest you of that. You don't need to borrow from you is Batman the, the series. Right? The 60s show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I yeah, got yeah, that yeah. on Blu-ray. Yeah. It's fun. I found you, it you, used. He put it on while we were doing, um, just in the background while we were having Friendsgiving, but so, I was so glued on to that thing. So corny. I love <clears throat> it's it. It's so great. I haven't, yeah. I haven't, I've never actually seen it in order. We were watching it in HD, too. So, yeah. so Burt Ward and Adam West were like, they almost tan. Almost in brown <laughs> they face. Yes. They were burnt. They were like, burnt yeah. Ward. They were like yeah. crispy. They were like crispy. Crispy. And we're yeah. like, what is this? And, and and I was saying like, well, that's 60s television. Yeah. They had to wear this much makeup, yeah. like stage makeup. To look good. To look normal on like black and white or color TVs yeah. in the 60s. But now with HD, we're like, oh my God. <laughs> too too much. crispy. Too, too much. crispy. Too much. Yeah. That's a guilty pleasure. All right. Let's last wrap, question. Let's wrap it up. Jason okay. Bombback, I'm headed to LA on a 6,000 mile road trip next week. What should I check out? There's... Uh, this question is so hard for me to answer because this is why you should so be following much. us on social meds. Right, mm-hmm. ask so, us on Twitter. F- first of all, follow us on social media. Yeah, because there's restaurants that change from day to day of like my mm-hmm. favorites and where you should mm-hmm. go. Yeah. And, visiting LA is very tough because there's no central area where you can visit as well. Yeah. So like you can have just as good a food in East LA as you can on the West side, mm-hmm. or you can go to Culver city. You can go to Burbank. Like there's tacos of Venado up in your area. Yep. Like there's Pisados so much good over stuff. in Burbank. Yep. I would just say, stay the fuck away from Hollywood. It's the worst <laughs> place on earth. There's human poop everywhere. Yeah. There's just like, yeah. just stay away from that place. <laughs> Don't if, go there. If, if you need to sightsee, like drive through yeah. it, but don't walk. Don't like just walk just there. driving, like oh, mm. there's like the Chinese theater. Yeah, and there's my like, mom yeah. so badly when it was like, well, maybe we should just go to Hollywood and walk around. And I'm like, no, mom, no, no, let no. me explain this to you. No, 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 no. It's one block. Yeah, yeah. And it's a bunch of stars on the floor, which are yeah. cool. Yeah, and it's abysmal. And there's a theater, mm-hmm. and there's the L Cap, which is also nice. Right. right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it. I, if you're I, going I, to watch a movie, yeah. yeah, go to the El Cap, go yeah. to the Chinese Theater, For like sure. go yeah. somewhere, yeah. Yeah. but don't just like walk around Hollywood. Yeah. No. That's the yeah. worst. After yeah. one block, you're like, all right, I've seen it. And yeah. I used to recommend like go to some comedy theaters. They're all shut down, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to say go see an improv show. They all kind of They're shut all down. Not there right anymore. now. They're yeah. not there anymore. Like <clears> I used, to, I would used, I used to say like go to the 101 Cafe, right? Cafe 101. It's not there anymore. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe look up like. I don't know if you're into it, uh, Jason. Maybe best comic stores in LA. Golden Apple. There's some be. cool ones. If, if you're There's gonna hit cool up ones. like a comic place, yep. what's the yep. one in Burbank? Uh, House of Secrets. House of Secrets. Fantastic. And then shop. Golden Apple in LA. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of good. Oh, the Last Bookstore. Yeah. yeah. I will say downtown. that that's a really yeah. cool place to visit. Very cool. The Last Very Bookstore cool. has. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cool bookstore at the bottom, and then kind of like this fantastical like book display up yeah. top. It's just but like, you do have to walk over human shit to get <laughs> into the. <laughs> well, you know, downtown LA yeah. is not as bad, but yeah, if you yeah. go one block too far, it is yeah. the worst place on earth. Yeah, I, I <laughs> so. do. I do also enjoy Little Tokyo, the Arts District, like that part yeah. of yeah. Uh, that that part of LA. But also, Pasadena's rad. I love mm. Pasadena. P-town. Pasadena's I love Pasadena. Very rad. I like Disneyland. Um, I like I like New Pasadena. I also really enjoy South Pass. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's small, 
But I feel like in that little area, mm-hmm. right. there's good restaurants, there's some good lots bars. Lots of great filming locations. Lots of great filming locations. Yeah. But hit us up on Twitter and ask. And like, yeah. I'm, I'm more than willing to give you a list of a few things that I really like about it's LA. Watch, to by, the time, by the time yeah. this airs, like they're already back yeah. home. Like, yeah. So yeah, I was there exactly. last week. Sorry. Oh, okay. There's just, it's too much. But yeah. just let us know what area you're in, and then I can point to any oh, yeah. place that yeah. you want or to go. Or what you're interested in. Yeah, or what yeah. you're interested in. Yeah. Because you could you could just as well go to like a turtle race and then go watch like roller derby at night or just like you know whatever you want is yeah the reason I love LA is because everything you want is here you just have to go and find it yeah it but it also makes it hard because with my mom she was here for the day yeah. And it was like, well, do we go to Pasadena? Do we go to Beverly Hills? Yeah, you have to. Do we go to Venice? Mm-hmm. Do we yeah. go to Santa Monica? And they're in every opposite direction. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you want to go here, it's going to be 30 minutes from here to there. It's going to be 20 minutes to there to there. Mm-hmm. So you kind of do have to pick a little bit of a centralized you area do. if you don't you have do. more than a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, makes sure. it hard. Yeah. And my mom didn't really like LA that much because of it. Oh, <laughs> well, man. Yeah. I mean, like, it's there, too far. There's no central area. No. And it's, Even it's after really... seeing the set of Chexicans? Well, this was her favorite thing. She cool. took a picture on here. And it's everything. really not far, but the traffic makes it far. Yeah. yeah. It's 10 so, miles, but it takes 45 minutes, and you're like, right. come on, man. Yeah, what the exactly. fuck? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So, I, I think it's tough. Really, you have to be very specific with what you want to do. And you have to, you just have to know what you want, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. you can kind of aimlessly drive around and you'll be driving until you you'll run be out miserable. Of gas. Yeah. Yeah. You got to know what you want. Know what you want. You got to be pure of heart. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be daring, but play it safe. And you have to be uh, curious. Be a planeteer. Uh-huh. You got to, you know, you have to be uh, um, uh, a little sexy. <laughs> Uh-huh. You gotta be spicy. Where are you yeah. sending them? You gotta be. You cool. gotta be. Cool. You gotta be. Um, um, you gotta be stronger. <laughs> there you go. So do all that. <laughs> oh my god. That's gonna wrap it up for our questions. Hey guys, Thank you guys. I want Chexican so merch. Watching. Can we Ooh. make a Chexican shirt? Sure. Okay. Let's just make one. Let's okay. do it. Let's make okay. one. We need a we'll brainstorm. We'll brainstorm. Chexican. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. We'll brainstorm some it. ideas. We'll brainstorm. Let us know in the comments below what are some of your answers to these questions that were asked today. And uh, what did we talk about in the beginning? Oh. 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 Yeah. Uh, She-Hulk looked great. Moon Knight looked great. We'll talk more about that stuff later, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about <laughs> Disney Plus Day. It was a Disney Plus <laughs> panel all right. that we didn't talk about. It was whatever. Well, it was stuff, fine. That stuff looked tight. She-Hulk's Maybe my we'll girl. talk about that on the bonus episode <clears throat> yeah. for the Patreon. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Submit your questions for next month as well. That'll be our last episode of the year, plus our bonus episode that we'll be doing as yeah. well. Um, we'll be talking about Christmas stuff. That'll be a lot yeah, of fun. We'll have sure, watched Hawkeye. Sure. We'll be starting yeah. Boba Fett. So it'll be Lots a lot of fun. I can't about. wait. Lots last episode about. of the year. And then stay tuned for all the new stuff that we're going to be doing on Patreon. Special merch drops. Obviously, you already subscribed. Or if you've just found this, whether it's on the audio version or the video version, you haven't subscribed before. Uh, you should subscribe. Consider subscribing. Check out everything that we're doing on the channel. Check out our podcast. Check out our Patreon. And we'll see you guys next month. Bye. 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 We should do that thing where we're talking, but it's like the news credits are rolling up, and then we <laughs> yeah. just sort of... And then I'll, I'll roll down, down the... Like, the mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Guys, my hemorrhoids are just like... Yeah. Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're What? <laughs> Oh, dude, my dick feels weird right now, dude. You know, about 15 minutes into the podcast tonight, I sat on my balls. And it's been hurting this entire time. So we really need to. I need to go see a doctor. Uh, oh, my God. I'm bleeding out of my butthole a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's out of control. Oh, are we live? Are we cut?